The following is a Dowling Catholic Sports presentation on Iowa Catholic Radio. Coverage of Dowling Catholic High School soccer is underwritten by Ashworth Vision Clinic, Construction Professionals, Dental Associates, Kemen, Mercy One, and the Catholic Tuition Organization. Thank you for supporting Dowling Catholic Soccer on Iowa Catholic Radio. Good evening and welcome to Dowling Catholic High School here in West Des Moines. We have a wonderful Friday night of action to bring you. You are listening to Dowling Catholic Soccer on Iowa Catholic Radio. Tonight we have the Dowling Catholic Maroons hosting the Johnston Dragons, a conference matchup here, and it is senior night for Dowling Catholic. So an exciting night. Um, As you are all well aware by now, we did not have a season last year. So this is the uh, first season we've had in two seasons, and it's ending on a relative high note for the Maroon program. Uh, Dowling is currently a top 10 ranked program in the state and looking up in the rankings, they see the Johnston Dragons. So Johnston off to a a really strong season so far, nearing the end. And we are about a minute away from the buzzer to ring and bringing you some CIML boys varsity soccer on a wonderful Friday night. Thanks for tuning in. We have a really exciting matchup to bring to you. Uh, Dowling Catholic is sporting head to toe maroon. Shirts, socks, and shorts. And the Johnston Dragons are visiting tonight in all white. So an exciting matchup here. And one thing that's really special about this is there is some postseason foreshadowing to be done. So the sub-state groups have already been hammered out. And the seeds were finalized earlier this week. And Johnston is going to be the number one seed in their substate. And Dowling Catholic looks to be the number two team in their substate. So should everything go chalk in the postseason, which we know it never happens, uh, we can anticipate a rematch of tonight's performance in the substate final. Uh, that's looking to be May 26th uh, later on this month. And so tonight's a really good chance for these two opponents to uh, feel each other out, get to know each other, and see what we have in store for the postseason. At this point in the season, the CIML Conference has been locked up by Waukee, uh, so there is not a official title on the line for conference play, but plenty of bragging rights. And as we said, it is senior night. Dowling Catholic is starting all nine seniors. So credit to Coach Jackson Teeling for getting the seniors out there on this special evening. Not going to remember back to my senior nights. And these are really fun moments uh, because as a class, you grow up together, you mature together. And to come to this point, this last home game of the season is in itself an accomplishment. And so while various members of your class, you might have some starters, some reserves, some bench players. Tonight, everyone's a starter. You're all in it together. And that can give you a really positive spark off of the bench. Now, uh, in there, of course, is that we've got a new starting lineup. And so it'll be interesting to see uh, if that spark and that camaraderie that comes with the uh, seniors all coming together for a starting lineup can overmatch the fact that uh, there's a bit of rotation in the squad. So we'll see what kind of start Dallin Catholic gets off to. Uh, We also have an injury. So if you were following us in Tuesday's game against Urbandale, you remember 
right back Fabian Leon uh, got a bit knocked up in the very tail end of the game. There was about five minutes left in that match when Urbandale was pressing, looking for that tying goal after conceding a, uh, a lead, and Fabian came uh, all the way across the box to make a game-saving tackle, and in the midst of that challenge uh, was injured, and so Fabian is still out tonight, unfortunately, and we wish him the best. Uh, his diagnosis is still being dialed in a little bit by the medical staff and uh, his parents and coaches. So Fabian will be out this evening, uh, but we've got a senior dominant starting lineup. Again, nine seniors tonight as Dowling Catholic Maroons host the Johnston Dragons in an exciting CML boys varsity soccer match. So right now the uh, two squads are paying attention to our national anthem, looking over at the flag. It is uh, mid-60s, mostly cloudy. Uh, but a nice night for soccer here in West Des Moines, Iowa. So uh, we are shortly going to bring to you some exciting CML Boys Varsity Soccer on the flip side of that. But for now, you are listening to Dowling Catholic Soccer on Iowa Catholic Radio. My name is Father Ryan Andrew, and I'm the chaplain at Dowling Catholic High School. Let us pray for the coaches, players, and trainers for this athletic competition. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Heavenly Father, we thank you for all your gifts. We ask you to bless all those involved in this athletic competition tonight. We ask that you keep them safe and that they all show good sportsmanship. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. All holy men and women, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Iowa Catholic Radio, KWKY Des Moines, K233BT Des Moines, KIHS Adel. Listen online anytime at iowacatholicradio.com or download the Iowa Catholic Radio app. Welcome back to Downing Catholic High School. It is a beautiful Friday night in West Des Moines, and we are about to bring you a CIML Boys Varsity Soccer Showdown between the Maroons of Downing Catholic High School and the Dragons of Johnson High School. A really exciting matchup tonight. We are moments from kickoff. We've got the Downing Catholic Maroons wearing head-to-toe maroon on the right side of the pitch. The visiting Johnson Dragons in all whites on the left side of the pitch. And this is a senior night for Dowling Catholic. So Dowling Catholic has nine seniors on its roster. And Coach Teeling tells me that all nine seniors will be starting. So uh, looking for a little bit of a different show early on. We'll see if the excitement that the senior class brings to their final home game after a up and down four seasons. Not only did the uh, freshman and sophomore year for this class uh, miss expectations a little bit, but then the junior season being completely canceled due to the COVID-19 pandemic. Here we are. All that's in the past, in the rearview mirror, and we are underway in West Des Moines. I am joined tonight by my famous co-host, Ben Keeling. Ben, welcome to the booth. We are excited to have you, and we got Senior United Dowling Catholic Talk to me about where your head's at going into this game. Senior night's a big night. Um, bittersweet for these seniors. You know, putting put a lot of time in this program. We're honoring them tonight, but it's their last game on home, home turf uh, in the regular season. So just love to see uh, all the seniors out there starting. Happy I could get here right as the ball kicked off. And uh, appreciate that introduction, Tanner. I will say 
Very excited to be back in the booth with you tonight. Uh, Missed that thrilling game you called on uh, Tuesday. And uh, we hope for another one tonight. Indeed. And I've expected big things. You know, what we've got tonight is excitement and energy. And I can remember back to my senior nights. There's just a little something extra in the air when your friends, your classmates, you don't always line up together on the pitch. You know, the coach is going to set his lineup. But tonight, all that takes second fiddle to the fact that we're celebrating four years of hard work. And you look across at your teammates and saying, you know what, let's go out this and let's have a good time and let's battle together. And that's what's happening right now. We've got Nathan Liu in possession. The ball is in Dowling Taft. Johnson has possession again. And they're looking to attack. It is 0-0. You're about a minute in to a semi matchup between the Johnson Dragons and the Dowling Catholic Maroons. And so we've got a really exciting uh, game ahead of us. We will get you the starting lineups. We will get you uh, players on both sides. And, uh, you know, let's just jump right in. So we've got a senior class here for Dowling that features number three, Carson Boyle. Carson uh, plays forward in midfield. He's on the varsity team. And uh, let's not forget that he scored the winning goal in overtime against Lincoln, uh, which was quite the thriller. And if you go back to that podcast on Iowa Catholic Radio, there's uh, some excitement in the booth, as we called uh, that fantastic finish from Carson Boyle. Uh, Boyle does attend the University of Iowa in the fall and will be a business student. So thanks to Ken and Marion Boyle for raising such a great young kid in Carson. Beyond that, we've got Nathan Liu. Number eight, Nathan plays a holding midfield role for Dowling Catholic. He loves the long bus rides and the camaraderie that comes at team dinners. Uh, he's truly a teammate. He is a uh, humble individual. That's his advice to the uh, underclassmen. And what we know about Nathan is he lets his game do his talking for him. Absolutely. Yeah, he, uh, he's a, uh, a quiet leader on the field, as they say, always a steady presence in that holding midfield role. Um, Another senior starting tonight who's been consistent in the lineup all season, number 10, Ben Jurgens. We refer to him often as the set-piece specialist. He's usually the one to take free kicks. Center midfielder, um, favorite Dowling soccer memory, scoring his first goal on the varsity team. He's always uh, committed and ready to put in the work. That's sort of what he's known for. And future plans for college coming up next year, going to Lake Forest College, um, get a major in biology, and he'll continue to play soccer. And uh, great work from Kerry and Mick Jurgens. Um, good for him. And Lake Forest is a wonderful place to go to school. You yeah. got a, a beautiful campus there in Illinois and a good soccer program as well. So excited to see what Ben Jurgens can do. Johnson is in possession in the Dowling half, not too threatening, and a nice tackle by Danny Griesmer with a, with a uh, interception in his own half. You've got Dowling trying to win possession. So the game is underway. Uh, we are going to feature the seniors on this very special night. And now Dowling is in possession and bringing the ball into the attacking third for Johnson. Across the far post is almost on the head of Carson Boyle. Jurgen plays it out to his teammate and it runs into the goal. So we have a, a bit of flurry early on. We're about four minutes into Dowling Johnson here at the CML Boys Varsity Soccer. Johnson back in possession. And as the uh, half allows and the game flows, we will uh, feature all of our seniors tonight. Again, it is senior night and a really exciting home game, the final home game for the Maroons this evening. I love that. And that build-up play the Maroons just had, Tanner, um, a great little combination play with J.D. Harmon making a one-time pass to release Quinn Stewart into space, and then Quinn played a great ball that was dangerous. Uh, Johnson was just able to get ahead to it, so good to see Dowling threatening right away. 
Uh, Johnston was able to come back quickly down the field and get a deflected shot that was scooped up by Diego Leon, and now he's punted it straight back into Johnston's half. And senior Quinn Stewart flicks it on for Ben Jurgen. And Boyle is through. And Boyle's one-on-one now with the last defender. Boyle is slowed up, and he plays it back to Quinn Stewart, who can't get the ball under control, and it rolls towards the byline. Stewart looks to beat his man one-on-one on the left sideline and gets a crossing that's deflected over to the Johnson defender. And so now the ball comes out towards the midfield line. And a couple strikers up top for Johnston that we want to call to your attention. Uh, both strikers where the captains are banned for Johnston. You have number seven, Wilmont Manet, who's a junior, a captain as a junior. And Wilmont leads the Johnston Dragons in scoring. Uh, last I checked, he had 14 or 15 goals on the season. So a real powerhouse for the Johnston Dragons. A senior as a junior, or sorry, a captain as a junior is quite the honor. And he's paired up top with Amar Dupanovic, who is a senior and also a captain. And so you've got uh, some real horses up top for Johnston. You know, this is a Dragons team that is uh, top five in the state. And they certainly bring a lot of threat to the Dowling Dowling pitch. And so we'll be interested to see how uh, the Dowling Catholic squad can manage that. This ball is headed back to the Johnston keeper. So safely under possession, the keeper rolls it out to his left back. So Johnston in possession. We're six minutes into the game tonight on senior night here at Dallas Catholic High School. Yeah, scooped up by keeper TJ Strang for Johnston. Really impressive goal tally for uh, for number seven, Wilmot Mana. That's going to be one for us to watch all night. And uh, you may have mentioned this earlier, Tanner, but you know Johnston, it's going to be is a team that's going to be in Dowling substate uh, bracket and going to be the one seed. So if Dowling can navigate their way through that, not to get too far ahead of ourselves here, we could see a potential rematch um, for entry into the state championship. So um, nice to see both these teams matching up here to get a, to get a feel uh, for what they might see down the road. Indeed. And the sub-state pairings have been drawn and Mason city will play Roosevelt on Dowling side of the bracket. Dowling will host the winner of that matchup on, I believe it's May the 24th. That's a Monday night. And that. 6.30, so a little bit of an earlier start, so please set your calendars in advance, and if you ever listen to us, you can always ask Alexa to play Iowa Catholic Radio, and Alexa will bring to you this broadcast, and so we are excited to bring this to you. We want to continue to highlight some seniors. Dowling has a free kick in their own half. Luke Powell is starting that right back tonight. Luke's a senior. Uh, he's our midfielder slash defender playing right back this evening. He's got great memories with the program. And some danger uh, for Johnson. Sorry to interrupt, Tanner. No, of course. And we've got a, a potential shot on goal. Ball's on the top of the 18 for the Dragons. And a cutback, who was intercepted by Nathan Liu and Danny G with a nice clearance. So uh, some early pressure from Johnson. They're looking to keep possession. Uh, Luke Powell is attending St. Louis University. Go Billikens, he says, and a civil engineering student. So a uh, great school, a uh, great city down there in St. Louis, great soccer city and culture in that area. So excited to see what Luke Powell can do. Uh, credit to his parents, Ann and Dave, for uh, just raising a good, hardworking young man. Yeah, absolutely exciting. Uh, great great school in St. Louis, uh, University of St. Louis. So um, always exciting to see where these, where these uh, the next generation um, is going to end up. And looks like we've got a little bit of time to maybe highlight another senior here. And, you know, number 11, John J.D. Harmon, big striker uh, for Dowling, six foot four. He... Uh, Take a pause here as Johnson threatens, but it's an offside flag, so I'll come back to uh, J.D. He's a forward, a striker, and, um, you know, he, he loves playing JVC and being coached by Brody McCarthy, which was one of his favorite Dowling soccer memories. Um, 
and now from JVC to senior starting forward. So impressive, uh, impressive uh, improvement by JD over the years. Um, and his advice to the underclassmen on the team is go to class. I think, I think that might have been from senior skip day this year, which there was some drama around, I think, at the school, Tanner, but we won't get into any more detail on that. Um, There's enough drama with high school soccer. We didn't need to touch any senior class days. But, without a doubt. Uh, of course, we've got some excitement here. Dallian has the ball in the Johnson half of the field. There are nine minutes into the game. Uh, n- neither team has really settled into the ball. We've seen a half chance from Dallian. We've seen a little bit of threat from the Johnson attack. But, you know, 10 minutes in, and again, Dallian has cycled its starting lineup to allow the seniors a chance to go out and take the field. And what we've seen is just a little bit of uh, discontinuity amongst the squad, a little less possession than we typically see, you know, certainly missing some of the more possession players in midfield as coach Jackson Teeling cycles through some of the seniors. Danny so, Griesberg just hacked down there. After indeed. We have a foul right in front of the Dallian bench. Uh, Griesberg is still on the ground. The ref is taking a couple words with Amir Orich, a sophomore midfielder for Johnson, number 18. Yeah. Uh, but everybody's backed up and on this free kick is going to be uh, senior captain Parker Stork. Parker is a, like I said, a senior captain headed to Wisconsin Platteville to continue actually playing soccer next year. Platteville, a good program in uh, southern Wisconsin, and uh, he's somebody who has uh, some good memories and um, would say to his classmates, "Don't let Garrett Crawl shoot in practice." Coach Garrett Crawl is the assistant coach here. And a uh, big boy himself, a Norwalk High School graduate, a Drake University Bulldog student-athlete, and uh, has quite the leg on him. So as uh, these coaches find their way into drills during the, uh, during, during the season, uh, don't give Garrett a look at goal because uh, it'll hurt. So Parker's goals are to study computer science and cybersecurity at Wisconsin Platteville and be a student-athlete there. And the ball is now in Dowling's box, and Johnson's forward has possession. And Johnson turns Patty Sullivan, but Digalione is off his line nicely. So, again, as we introduce new seniors, there's plenty of action on the pitch tonight. And Johnson, again, continues to get the ball a little bit more into the 18 of Dowling, uh, but has yet to get a full shot on goal, but certainly threatening. Yeah, uh, there's Diego Leone always quick off his line to scoop that up. It was a dangerous moment for Johnson. Um, we'll make sure Garrett listens back to this replay so we can hear those comments from Parker. It reminds me of uh, when we were – but we were playing Tanner uh, with our coach, Brian Duax, who had just had a monster leg, so that just made me crack up. The other thing I should mention, um, didn't get a chance to say, J.D. Harmon is actually going to be heading to Iowa State, so go Cyclones for J.D. next year. Um, as action resumes with Johnson here, about to uh, hit a free kick from just in their own half. Indeed, and we were fortunate to be assisted by Brian Duax during our time at Dowling. Uh, Duax is now the head coach at Ankeny Centennial. And he's got a son in the team who uh, follows in his father's footsteps, certainly from a uh, goal-scoring capability. And uh, Coach Duax, Brian himself, was a uh, star for the De- the Drake Bulldogs and uh, a great coach himself. So uh, we can certainly relate to that. We've got our first substitution of the night. Uh, Aniel Ramirez-Reyes is coming off to the bench. Aniel is a senior who got the start on senior night. Uh, he is replaced by Joe Reed. Uh, Joe Reed, the leading goal scorer for the Dallas Catholic Maroons so far, started on the bench to make room for his uh, upperclassmen. Aniel is a winger for the varsity team. 
Uh, he had a fantastic goal his freshman year that really stands out to him. Uh, he is headed to Grandview University next year. So congratulations, Danielle, for seeing his studies at Grandview here in Des Moines. And he wants to study kinesiology. So thanks to Lydia Reyes and Aniel Ramirez for uh, getting Aniel all the way through Dowling and on his way to a great school like Grandview. So uh, fun to get uh, 13 minutes of starting soccer for Aniel. And he makes way for Joe Reed. The Johnson keeper has the ball in possession and kicks out towards midfield. The ball is headed up by Griezmer, who heads it back to the Johnson attack. And Nathan Liu is ran over, but no call given. Uh, through ball by Johnson. Nigelione is off of his line and is out of his box. And the ball still remains in play, but no threat there. So an interesting turn of events. Nigelione able to comfortably get the ball under his hands and get his team going forward. But again, Johnson looks to be a little more threatening early on. Johnson having a more typical starting 11 and Dowling playing many of its seniors so far. They've made their first sub back to uh, what's a more normal lineup. But again, uh, we've got a little bit of a mixed bag here tonight for what you're seeing on the field, some fresh faces, and some really fun moments here for these nice, seniors. Nice as, cut out by Parker Stork there, and he uh, he intercepts the pass nicely, dumps it up to uh, Joe Reed, who just checked in. Looks like Joe gets fouled, another no call. Uh, and the, you know, back to that play that you highlighted, Tanner, where Joe uh, Nathan Liu was uh, run over. It looked like it was an interesting play on, which led to a dangerous moment from Johnston. Um, ended up, you know, being able to clear that danger, but uh, you know, a couple no calls early. He's letting these boys play tonight. Johnson definitely, since that first threat from Dowling, the cross from Quinn Stewart, has had a lot of the the attacking opportunities since then. And we're 15 minutes into the game, so. Uh, you know, first 15 minutes, pretty balanced, maybe a little bit more for Johnston. Um, Dowling just fouled, and now Parker Stork's going to dump this uh, deep into the – try to get it here into the Johnston box, see if we can get a flick on. A good flick from Joe Reed, and a follow-up flick from Ben Jurgens. The ball bounces off a Johnston defender and rolls toward the right corner. Joe Reed's first to the ball, and he kicks it out off the Johnston defender for a corner kick. And so – First uh, of the game, I believe. It is. And so while the ball's out for play, we will highlight another senior. Patty Sullivan is a consistent starter in the back line for Dowling. He's been the starting center back for the entire season. He is headed to the University of Notre Dame next year. Uh, no small accomplishment there. Go Irish. And he's going to be a biology pre-med student with a Spanish minor. So credit to his parents, Christy and Dan Sullivan, for bringing Patty all the way through his high school career and getting him set up for a fantastic education in South Bend next year. That's impressive. Indeed. Another name, no small feat, as you mentioned, with a name like Patrick, Patty Sullivan. Um, very appropriate. Heading over to the Notre Dame Fighting Irish. Sure. The Irish Catholics are strong here. <laughs> and so we've got our second substitution for the night. We are featuring Henry Abarca, uh, Mr. Hattrick himself, coming out of the game. Making way for Henry is uh, number 11, J.D. Harmon. And so J.D. Uh, comes off. Abarca is on. And again, uh, let's just take a moment to reflect in the glory that Abarca realized on Tuesday night. Henry with an offside. Of flags an offside. Up there, you see, I, wow. I, I held my breath because <laughs> there was a one-on-zero breakaway with the goal. We found Ben Jurgens just staring at the Johnson keeper, and ultimately he was unable to finish and find the ball in the back of the net. It wouldn't have counted anyways due to an offside. He's but happy that one was called offside. He, he, got, he got some relief there. Uh, but we'll just take a second back to Henry Abarca's performance Tuesday night against Urbandale. It was just something special. You think about a freshman coming up, 
scoring a hat trick against a conference rival like Urbandale, not only that, scoring two goals himself in the last 20 minutes of the game to overtake the Urbandale Jayhawks and ultimately lead his team to victory, a special performance, and to cap it off in style, his third goal, the fourth for Dallin in a 4-3 victory, a bit of a bicycle kick finish. So just a fantastic performance, uh, a really special thing. Henry Abarca showing a lot of promise for the Dallin program for years to come. Yeah, so, you know, I was listening to that game and your call on that, Tanner, and, I mean, not even being there, just on the edge of my seat listening to what Abarca is doing. So my hats go off to him. Uh, and, and happy to see him here on the field. Johnston gets the ball deep um, into the right uh, corner flag of Dowling. Dowling forces it back. Griesmer forces a throw-in. Um, now there's a, a little bit of shuffle there. The ball goes uh, to number 21 now to throw it in. Tries to find feet at the top of the box, but it's dealt with nicely by uh, Parker Stork. Always the steady influence there at center back, so we'll definitely miss Parker next year. Dowling looks to build it back up again. But gives the ball away quickly to Johnston. There's some nice one-two play, combination play from Johnston. Now down the right flank. We've got a one-on-one situation. Back on the cross from Johnston. He's in the box, and he's in the goal. And it's a goal for Johnston Dragons. And it is 1-0 Johnston over Dallin Catholic at Varsity Boys Soccer. We are 18 minutes into the first half here in West Des Moines, Iowa. And Johnston takes the lead with an early goal. A nice combination play on the right-hand side. Again, that started as a throw-in. A little one-two down the sideline, uh, played it into the middle, and you thought he might have shot for Johnston. He picked his head up and uh, found the goal scorer. Again, that is number 10, Captain Amar Dupanovic, who took the ball off of his chest, and once he got past the back line for Dowling, was staring Diego Leone straight eye-to-eye, and he was making no mistake with that finish about eight yards out. It put it past a relatively hopeless Diego Leone. So it is yeah. 1-0 Johnston. Yeah, Leone, I mean, didn't have a chance in that instance. Uh, all Zamir had to do and Omar Dupinovich had to do there was just get it on target. And low and hard, he did. Uh, really impressive build-up play from Johnston there. That ball yep. uh, with the left foot to kind of almost fake, like dip the shoulder like he was going to hit a shot and then just kind of clips it in right over the center back to uh, Amar. And, you know, Amar was just all by himself, and he finished. So, uh, something that the Maroons will have to uh, try to tighten up there. Uh, nonetheless, plenty of time left here. Uh, down 1-0, but just approaching the 20-minute mark, and we're back on the ball. Indeed, and Abarca with possession in the attacking half. He is uh, intercepted by the Johnson defender who clears out nicely and finds his forward seat. Johnson now is looking to build up a bit of a, a counterattack. The ball is headed away by freshman star- or, sorry, senior starter Luke Powell. Abarca back on the possession. So good minutes from Powell early on. Again, Dallin is without its traditional starting right back. Fabian Leone was injured on a game-saving tackle late in the Urbandale game and remains out. And so Luke Powell getting some extra minutes. Not only is it senior night, but he's coming in. And we've got a turnover. In, actually, no, that was ruled a handball. So there was a threat there that Johnson would be attacking, but it was ruled an illegal uh, win of possession by the referee. And so Parker Stork plays a long ball out, tries to find Joe Reed, ball goes out for a throw-in. Johnston now uh, with a throw-in in their own half. There's about halfway through the first half here in West Des Moines at Dowling Catholic High School. It is 1-0. Johnston, the higher-seeded team, is beating Dowling Catholic on senior night, uh, but a fairly even game so far. Johnston in possession in Dowling's attacking third, looking to play the ball out wide. It's intercepted by Danny Griesmer. Well done. And the ball is now back on the right-hand side of the pitch, out for a throw-in to Dowling and Griesmer. The left back will get a throw-in in their own half. Yeah, here's an opportunity now for Dallin to get back on the ball. And, you know, we'll take a quick moment now to highlight 
uh, senior Quinn Stewart, we haven't talked about since the beginning of the game with that nice cross and combination he played he had down the middle. I'll pause for a moment as we've got Joe Reed uh, in in space down the left-hand side. He's got a two-on-one situation. He's the first man, kind of bounces off his knee, and it looks like it's going on. Oh, he slides in late to keep save it, but the side judge's flag is up. That did go past the touchline for a goal kick for Johnston. And uh, we'll see TJ Strang kick out here. Now back to Quinn Stewart. So he's a forward for Dowling all season, uh, mostly playing an outside forward position. Favorite Dowling soccer memory from his career was a Tumwa game in his sophomore year. Um, his advice to the underclassmen, make sure you go to speed and agility training. Uh, we know he went to speed and agility training. He's one of the fastest guys on the team. And here he is on the ball, actually, with a nice little cut and a quick left. A little one doing a header for a Barca off the post. It ball. falls to Jurgens oh, who hits goodness. it high. What a great call. You're talking about Stewart. He gets his, by his guy. It's a nice cross in. Henry Abarca, not usually an aerial threat, with a nice header off of the back post. Falls to Jurgens at a tight angle who blasts it high. So it remains 1-0 Johnston. But again, Dowling looks more and more threatening. That was a phenomenal ball by Quinn as we were just you know going through his career. Has the ball, go, cuts back to his right foot, and then back down the line with one touch. Quick cross in with his left foot. Abarca just seeming to show up in every situation lately. Puts a great header on it and uh, off the post. Now Dowling breaks up the pressure from Johnston as Diego Leone collects the ball, and he scans the field for options to initiate a Dowling attack. Let's see if he keeps it on the ground here. It looks like he's set up to punt. So he's going for the big punt up the field. gets it high. Now can we get a flick on from uh, Carson Boyle? Back to Johnston here, Tanner. Now they're going to look to build it up to a, a bit of a sketchy back pass from uh, the defender back to the goalie, but he gets there in time. And now it's Danny Griezmann battling for the ball with Amar Dupinovich, the goal scorer. He's able to get it to number seven. Now back down the line and back into Diego Leone's hands safely. And we'll highlight another senior with a little bit of break in action. So Jake Wilbeck wears the nine. He is uh, mostly a junior varsity player. And uh, a senior nonetheless, he's graduating and heading to Iowa State University next year to study international business. And so uh, congratulations to Chris and Kevin, his parents, for raising a fine gentleman. Uh, graduated from Dowling Catholic here in a matter of days and headed to Iowa State next fall. So uh, thanks to Jake for all your hard work in the program. And uh, we are back to action here. We have another substitution. So we have a freshman entering the field tonight. It's a 18, no, sorry, 22 minutes into the game. Ian Griddell, number seven, a center midfielder, enters the match. We've got Ben Jurgens, number 10, a senior, coming off. So this is a fairly typical substitution for Coach Keeling as he likes to get Griddell at some first half minutes. We have a second substitution now happening with number 25. That's Owen Sparesh coming in at playing the outside back role. And we talked about Luke Powell, the senior, getting some minutes into the night. So we've got Fabian Leone, the typical right back, who's played pretty much every minute so far this season, out again tonight. So what we've seen tonight is Parker Stork playing right back. Now with this substitution, we have Owen playing left back. Owen, a natural left-footed player coming on. He is a freshman. And so typical left back Danny Griezmer is now going to play right back. And, and so, Danny's right-footed. And Danny right. is right-footed, so it's a more comfortable side. And on top of that, Coach Steeling pointed out, and we've got a chance here for Johnson, actually, as we take a little pause, that ball was ruled to be actually a foul by Johnson. So they got that chance uh, illegally, uh, deemed the referee. And so now we've got goalie Diego Leon playing a free kick out of his box. Uh, but as Coach Steeling pointed out to me, they are swapping their center backs. So 
Captain Parker Stork headed to Wisconsin Platteville for his career next fall. He typically plays the right side of the center back role. He plays next to Fabian Leone typically uh, tonight with Leone's absence. You've got center back Parker Stork and Patty Stewart flipping sides. So Patty Stewart typically playing left center back, tonight playing right center back. And that's in part due to the fact that Sullivan on the left side typically plays with Griezmann as his left back. They've got a little chemistry there with how they hold their lines and communicate transitioning the mark. And so they're going to continue that continuity on the right side. Parker Stork playing the left side next to the freshman Owens range. So a little bit of a different lineup. You're now seeing the Dowling back four in all four new positions, even though three of them are typically the starting four. Yeah. Great analysis there on that, on the back line and the shifts that have had to be made from the heroic efforts of Fabian Leone on Tuesday, um, now injured, potentially broken jaw. So, uh, you know, nonetheless, uh, got good depth in the defensive line and owns marriage, a promising freshman for Dowling. Hasn't had a ton of minutes this year. He has dealt with some injury, but again, with the left foot, natural fit at left back. And uh, there's Patty Sullivan, who you were just talking about. Nice interception there from Sullivan inside his own box to uh, relieve the pressure there. Abarca is able to make a nice clear, finds Carson Boyle, who flicks it on to Joe Reed. Joe Reed struggles with possession, ultimately wins possession, finds Ian Gerdell on the right-hand side. Gerdell gets pushed off the ball, and that is ruled a foul. So we now have a Dowling free kick inside, just inside the Johnston half. Dowling will take its time setting this free kick up. Yeah, and Dowling, uh, yeah, Dowling's looked good since the goal Johnson scored. They created a really nice chance uh, off the post. They've been you know, getting on the ball, stringing some passes together, playing side-to-side, uh, trying to unlock that Johnson defense. In that last passage of play, you saw Henry Barca collect the ball in midfield. Um, ultimately, we get fouled. Here's the free kick. Parker Parker Stork, the driven free ball kick into the box. Could be dangerous. Uh, but cleared out by Johnston. Only as far as Abarca, who blocks it back in. And now he collects it about 30 yards from goal. Looks to do a, a head fake to get his defender off him. Fights through a challenge. Almost taking three players on. Ultimately, Johnston clears the danger. Now it's Owen Smarage's chance to uh, win the ball back. And he does. Lets it run nicely to Patty Sullivan. Um uh, Almost taken away and is taken away by Johnson. Now they've got a, a counterattack for Johnson. A through ball into the box. Wow. A dangerous moment there, Tanner. Ultimately, uh, Diego Leone is able to scoop the ball up. But that, you know, I think if that Johnson midfielder had seen the player streaking on the left side through the channel, Indeed. he was wide open. So Indeed. Had a little chance there. The other way. Turnovers in your own defensive half are always risky. And when you've got, you know, four players in new positions, it's just a little bit tougher to communicate what to expect and when to step and when to show. And that's what we're seeing there a little bit. So uh, Dowling's back line will continue to be challenged tonight. But you know, the good part about this evening is it's a relatively, and I'll say it's relatively, a relatively low-stakes game. The postseason seedings have been finalized. Uh, the conference championship has already been given to Waukee. So at this point, it's a chance for this back four to really find themselves because you don't know – how long Fabian Leone will remain out. And if he's out through the postseason, it's this, these types of learning opportunities for this back four that can really propel yourself when you get into the postseason play. Yeah. Um, the biggest thing at stake tonight is pride, and especially pride for these seniors at Indeed. home on senior night. Indeed. Senior night's a big deal. Um, but, yeah, postseason, especially the immediate sub-state, you're absolutely right. Um, those seedings are already set. And it's really, again, a good, you're right, a good chance for this back line to get more Number seven, Wilmot Monet with a nice turn across Owens yeah. Branch and is ultimately shielded out by Parker Stork. But you can see the talent from the leading goal scorer for the Johnson Dragons, uh, Wilmot Monet, who had a nice little kind of Cruyff back heel 
uh, crossed Owen's body down the sideline, and then the center back coming and giving support. So uh, clearly, Johnson continues to threaten. Yeah, there's a reason that they are a top five team in this state. They've got a really solid team, a lot of upperclassmen, upperclassmen in the lineup, and are already off to a 1 0 lead. Again, it is Johnston 1, Dowling 0, with 12 minutes to play in the first half as we have a senior night matchup in the CIML. Great Dowling in Barca. possession. Barker with a really nice play to find Quinn Stewart on the left-hand side. is cleared out for a throw. And so it's a Dowling throw. Barker will take it. 11 and a half to play. First half, Johnston 1, Dowling 0. Yeah, um, yeah, you know, and you talked about uh, Wilmot Manet. Uh, I think you mentioned earlier 16 goals on the season. And, you know, we saw the danger he had there with that turn. There's a, a searching ball from Abarca across the field. He looks for the switch. Um, Nathan Liu does nicely to keep it, but then gives it right back. You know, one of the things you mentioned about Johnson just being number five in the state, a solid team, I've noticed how well they stay in their shape. Um, you know, their midfielders in behind the forwards just are really right in the positions they need to be to really win the ball back quickly from Dowling, it seems like, especially out of our own half. Um, and, again, here they win the ball back, 10 RCU. Um, pointing something out there that you might have seen tactically on the field. Um, it looks like a Barker maybe just signal over to the bench, too. I don't know if he was asking for a substitution, uh, but he might have picked up a knock as Ben Jurgens takes the penny off. So we'll see what happens there. Yeah, we'll see what a Barker, Barker definitely communicating with Coach Chilean, looking for something. Don't know if it's direction, don't know if it's a couple minutes on the sideline. Again, a Barker, just a freshman, and a shot on goal. And, a, and that's a goal. That is a goal. That is a goal. That is a goal. Johnson is up 2 0. With ten and a half to play, you have a fantastic individual effort from number ten, Amar Dupanovich, with his second goal of the night. Uh, you had a fairly quick attack out of Johnston. Ball ends up on Amar's feet, top of the eighteen. It's a left-footed shot. Digalion was grounded. Yeah. Ball hits off the inside of the post and then ultimately goes in. So. Uh, not much attacking buildup, but a goal nonetheless. So it is now 2-0 Dragons. Yeah, um, that was a great shot from, from Dupinovich. It just it left Diego with, with he just was standing there as it just went flew into the inside post. So um, about as pinpoint accuracy as you can get and from long range. Not sure if Dupinovich is left-footed, um, but I think he scored the first goal with his right. But amazing shot nonetheless. We're going to take a moment here to thank the underwriters who support Iowa Catholic Radio and Dowling Catholic Sports Construction it's a family business that's built on a strong foundation uh, to create new or remodeled home that is uniquely yours, 515-208-5721, or online at cpcustomhomes.com. And a special thanks to Oren and Marilyn Stryker and their son, Derek. And uh, here's Johnston on the ball as we get back into the action here. Another dangerous ball into the box. Diego Leon scoops it up pretty easily there. Now, he looks to play it short for a moment, but now he's waving right forward, Tanner, here to punt it. We'll see if we can grab some possession. There's J.D. Harmon. He gets a, he gets to control the possession nicely and gets fouled. Yeah, he uses his body well there and draws the foul off and the hold-up play. That's what you want from your big striker. J.D., a big, a big body up top, able to relieve pressure and dig it down with the long punt. And you want your striker there, especially after conceding a goal. You want to just be able to get it out of your own half and not to be able to just give it straight back to the other team. So now we have a free kick dowling uh, at the bottom of the circle in their attacking half. Jurgens, the free kick specialist, plays the ball into the 18. Ball's in the back post. It's headed onto the goal. It's hit the crossbar. Parker Stork with the ball. Hits the post again, and it is cleared all the way out now. But you had two posts and two seconds there for dowling. A great ball by Jurgens. a good header by Reed, a follow-up by Parker Stork. 
ultimately hits the post and it is cleared away. Ben, we were inches once, not twice from this being a two, one ball game. That was smashed off the post by Parker Stewart. Yeah, that ball bounced about 30 yards out back into the pitch. And that one was actually more off of the inside of the post than a Barkas header. And so even a little bit closer because it, it, it looked to maybe have even hit the underside of the crossbar and bounced down back onto the ground hard. Um, so uh, great effort uh, by Parker Stewart there. That's two posts for us um, and one post for Johnson, except there's one in. So Indeed. It's a game of inches. It is. It's not just football. It's a game of inches everywhere. And as Soccer has gone from the 90-degree angle square post to these round posts over the last 20 years or so. Uh, it allows for a little more honesty in terms of how the ball bounces. It used to be a pretty hard yes or no. Now there's a little more give to it. You know, in that square post environment, you know, maybe Johnson's second goal is uh, comes straight back out for a rebound. In this instance, it bounced in. And then here, Dowling has two chances, and neither one – quite close enough to get the lucky bounce and end up in the back of the net. So it remains 2-0. You're listening to Johnston versus Dowling, boys varsity soccer, Johnston 2, Dowling 0. Seven and a half minutes left in the first half. Ball is bouncing in Dowling's box. Danny Griesmer has the ball, plays it back to Nathan Liu, looks to find Stewart's feet, is cleared out. That's a good one-time look there from Liu. Um, it is. It is. Knock it back into the box. You get a deep throw in, so he had players forward. Lou trying to find a connection, unable to do so. So it's now a dowling throw, right-hand side. Freshman Ian Gradell looks to take it, lays it off to Danny Griesmer, the right back. Again, playing typically a left back, playing right back because Fabio Leone's injury. Ball is headed out from the Johnson defense. Speaking of injury center, um, Abarca did come off the field after that last goal, and he's been kind of just sitting there next to the bench. Um, looks like he's trying to loosen something up in his, his right leg. Uh, maybe it's a muscle or a cramp, so hopefully it's just his – as minor as that, and uh, he comes back to the center circle, maybe to check in. Uh, but, you know, one of the things I noticed, you know, we're down 2-0, Tanner. Obviously not ideal. Um, you mentioned it's a little bit lower stakes of the game. It looks like the Dowling boys are still having fun out there because they're still attacking with intent. They're getting some shots on goal. And I think if they keep that up and if they can get one back, if we can get this to 2-1 before half or even sometime in the second half, we're going to have a chance to claw back into this game if they keep playing like this. Indeed, a lot of time left, and – you always have a little more confidence on your home pitch, a little more confidence being senior night. Henry Barker re-enters the game tonight for his classmate, freshman Ian Gradell. So we have a substitution for Dowling Catholic. So at this point in time, you're six minutes to go. You know, Johnson, albeit up two goals, is not dominating the game. And Dowling, with a couple posts, with a couple good looks, Johnson's just been more clinical in their finishing. Yeah. Um, I mean, again, the first one, a pretty wide open. Uh, but that second shot, absolutely clinical um, from Amar Dupinot, but she's got the brace already here in the first half. Uh, I'd like to take a moment as well to uh, thank another underwriter who sponsors Iowa Catholic Radio and Dowling Catholic Sports Dental Associates. Addressing your smile, needs, and dreams, 3700 West Town Parkway in West Des Moines, and their number, 515-225-6742. Online, DesMoinesDentalAssociates.com. Dowling had a moment there in the box. It was cleared through by Johnston. Now looks for Wilmot Mana up the field. Seems like we've covered him fairly well tonight, Tanner. Actually, I don't know if we're looking to – I mean, it seems like we usually have at least one or two guys looking for him. He's had one nice turn. Um, other than that, we've been able to keep Wilmot under control, which is nice when you're talking about a goal scorer with 16 goals on the season. Indeed, and you know, credit to Parker Stork. Largely, he's been aligned with Wilmot this evening, 
And so Parker Stork, captain, playing his soccer ball next fall at Wisconsin Platteville, really strong player for the Maroons this season. And we've got to cross into the box, and Carson Boyle goes up with the goalie, and that ball bounces on the goal line. Their assistant referee did not cross the entire ball, but we had a flurry now. So add that to the tally of near goals for Dallin so far. We've hit the post twice, and now in that is a, a long ball into the box. Boyle goes up with the Johnston keeper on a 50-50, wins the header over the keeper's hands. The ball bounces on the goal line and is cleared out by a Johnston defender before the ball can cross the line. A oh. near chance for Dowling. It remains 2-0 Johnson with four minutes to play in the first half. I mean, that's almost like another post that was so close. Uh, this time it's the goal line instead of the post. You know, I'm not a huge fan of VAR in the, in the professional sports, but I would have liked to have seen it there because it looked like that could have trickled over the line. Um, it looks like the, the linesman did not think so. The senior captain, Carson Boyle, uh, going up high for that one. Goalie. Absolutely bundled over. Normally, you might see the ref call a foul there. So I love the play on. Indeed, indeed. You see a lot of referees protect goalies uh, pretty closely. You know, one thing about this Johnston goalie, TJ Strang, the junior, good goalie, not the tallest of keepers. And so it'll be interesting to see if Dallin can exploit his height when it comes to crosses, throw ins, corners into the box. You saw there Carson Boyle able to get up there with his head to about the same level that TJ was able to get up with his hands and almost create a goal out of it. So uh, it remains to be an opportunity for the Maroons to score goals going forward. There's J.D. Harmon uh, trying to get a touch on with the three-on-two situation. Uh, wasn't able to control it. And now we've got number 22, Cooper Versaterin, right back for Johnston, looking to drive the ball off the field. But it's Carson Boyle who ends up with it after a nice win back from Ben Jurgens. And Owen Samaras gets his left foot on back up to J.D. Harmon. Nice little win and then turn from Joe Reed. Then and a good one-two from Reed who beats two defenders and is taken down. And that referee will give Dowling the free kick. The Johnson bench is asking what could you possibly have wanted from our defense. But uh, a little more, says the referee. So now we've got a free kick Maroon 35 yards out in the attacking half, left side of the goal. Free kick and Ben Jurgens, free kick special, should be on top of this. We're sending the bigs forwards with Patty Silva in the box, Jenny Griesmer in the box, the attacking players are down in the box. And again, we will see a three man wall for Johnston. You know, I'm looking here on this. Can Jurgens continue to test that keeper in the air? The ball comes up, played in the box, right at the goalie of Barca. Oh, my goodness. Unable to get a flick to it. A great ball. You know what I love about these free kicks, Ben, is when the goalie has to decide between playing the header. Or if the ball goes untouched, it is also on frame. There becomes that bit of you know double jeopardy to play with the keeper. In this instance, Abarca unable to get that glancing flick on, which surely would have been a goal in that position. Uh, but the keeper nicely holds on to the ball. Again, TJ Strang, a great goalie. Not the tallest of keepers, but well positioned on that free kick. A good-looking chance with a minute and a half left to play. Dowling is down 2-0 in the first half against Johnston, uh, but is certainly proving more dangerous in the last 10 minutes of this first half. Can they get one more before the whistle blows? Love the mentality from the Maroons, just to not worry about the two-goal two deficit. They're still playing their game, and they're looking great. Um, you know, really the last 15, 20 minutes, uh, you know, that free kick, as you mentioned, Tanner, the goalie there kind of uh, almost not necessarily guessed, but he stayed in the right position to where expecting Abarca maybe to miss that. If Abarca gets any touch on that, indeed, goalie's beaten one way or the other. Indeed. So. That's uh, probably the third time this half that we've seen Dowling – Truly inches away from a goal. 
And so you had two posts. You know, take one of those. You've got the ball in the line there with Boyle's header. And then finally this chance there with Barca, who just, if he had maybe not got his haircut this month, that might be a two to one. And instead we've got a Johnston throw in 35 seconds left in the half, a big throw in the right hand side ball goes into the box. It is flicked on by Carson Boyle. Johnson looks to kick it back at goal, and it's a diving save, but a rebound. The ball is still in the box. It's cleared out ultimately by Owen Sprains. 20 seconds left, but a really good save down to his left is Diego Leone. That ball goes into play for Johnson with another cross. It is cleared away by Jurgens to Abarca. Abarca holding the ball up nicely. 10 seconds left. Back to his keeper. Diego with a big kick forward. Bouncing. Five seconds left. A shot from Johnson ultimately won't be enough to challenge the keeper. It is buzzers, so it is 2-0, the end of the first half. Johnson and Dowling, Boys Varsity Soccer, you listen to Dowling Catholic Soccer on Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio and Dowling Catholic Sports is provided in part by Ashworth Vision Clinic. With two licensed optometrists, Barbara Sheets, a Dowling graduate, and Dr. Craig Harper, the Ashworth Vision Clinic team provides complete eye exams, contact lenses, glasses, glaucoma testing, and pre- and post-operative care. Ashworth Vision Clinic is located at 60th and Ashworth in West Des Moines. 515-440-4610 or online, ashworthvision.com. Thank you, construction professionals, for underwriting our show, Man Up, heard Mondays at 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. Construction professionals have been long supporters of Iowa Catholic Radio, and we've seen their work. It's beautiful. They do remodeling or new construction that is innovative, functional, and designing what you want. It's a family business built on a strong foundation to create a new or remodeled home that is uniquely yours. cpcustomhomes.com. From our family to yours, God bless. Thank you, construction professionals. Thank you, Dental Associates, for underwriting Dowling Catholic Sports 365. With over 40 years' experience, Dental Associates is a group dental practice with the mission of promoting optimum health and well-being to all patients, providing preventative, restorative, and cosmetic dentistry for the entire family. Message underwritten by Dr. Kenton Gleichman, Dr. Steve Carbaca, and Dr. Ben Nagel. Dental Associates, addressing your smile, needs, and dreams. Online at Des Moines-DentalAssociates.com. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio's broadcast of Dowling Catholic Sports and Activities is provided by Kemen, a global ingredient manufacturer using science to transform the quality of life for 80% of the world. Kemen is on the leading edge of molecular science, manufacturing more than 500 specialty ingredients for the human and animal health and nutrition, pet food, aquaculture, nutraceutical, food technologies, crop technologies, and textile industries. Kemen strives to sustainably transform the quality of life every day for 80% of the world with their products and services. Kemen, using science to transform the world. Online at Kemen.com. Iowa Catholic Radio, KWKY Des Moines, K233BT Des Moines, KIHS Adel. Listen online anytime at iowacatholicradio.com or download the Iowa Catholic Radio app. Good evening, listeners. Welcome back to West Des Moines, and we're at the campus of Dowling Catholic High School. We've got a great matchup on tap tonight, uh, Dowling Catholic Soccer uh, Boys Team versus the Johnson Dragons, and uh, down 2-0, we find ourselves uh, to the Dragons here after the first half, Tanner. Um, very uh, interesting half, though. Although we're down 2-0, Dowling threatened uh, with a lot of nice attacking moves. So, you know, thoughts on the first half, Tanner, from your perspective? Sure. So, senior night, so a different lineup out there for Coach Cheeling. And in the first 10 minutes, not a lot of action, not a lot of connectivity. 
you could tell that something was a little bit off, a little bit unusual. And again, you got new lineup, new players in there. So to be expected. And as you saw as the half went on, Dallin Catholic really started to show much more of a threat going forward. And as you saw Abarca come in, as you saw Joe Reed come in, and as you saw the players get settled with their uh, fellow starting lineups, we saw a couple chances. So it's 2-0 Johnston. However, you know, Dowling had three chances there. Like I said earlier in that half, you were inches away from scoring a goal on any of those three chances. And, you know, Johnston, without too many more chances than what they converted, but found a way to convert. And, you know, Johnston had a really good second goal. You know, you've got Amar Dupinovich right now with two goals in the first half for Johnston. That second one is a left-footed effort off the inside of the post from 18 yards out. We've also hit the inside of the post. And so you're an inch away. You know, Johnson gets the bounce. We don't. You know, that's the difference right now. On Johnson's first goal, uh, again, nice combination play. Ball on top of the 18. Ball played right over Sullivan's head. Dupinovich with a uh, nice run to settle on his chest and just blasted by a hopeless Diego Leon to 2-0. So really the, the flow of the game, the chances at either end have been fairly balanced. Johnson just with a little more poise in front of goal. Dupinovich with a little bit sure finishing touch. And it's 2-0 Johnson. Describe, describe very well, Tanner. And I'm excited for the second half. I think that... Uh, with the way the boys played there and the, the chances that they created, uh, we definitely have a shot to get back into this game, make it interesting, and make it uh, even more exciting for the listeners back home. You know, one of the things I noticed as far as the way that Dowling was attacking, a lot of the threat that we had um, came from wide areas. So got the ball wide and then got crosses in. Um, whether it was deeper down or even a little bit farther up the pitch where it was early crosses, um, created some headers. Uh, the first one off the post from Barca was from a nice cross when Stewart. The second inside post we hit, that was Parker Stork, was actually um, rebound from a cross opportunity. So maybe Dowling keeps spreading it wide and getting those crosses back into the box and seeing what we can do. We know we've got you know, Car- Carson Boyle, who's always ready to fly in to a 50-50 header and create some uh, dangerous situations. So I'm going to look for more of that in the second half from Dowling. Indeed. And – Senior night. So this is an interesting matchup, just the mentality of the squad tonight. And you picked up a little bit of this from Coach Chaling talking to him before the game. Now, this is a game that is more for pride than anything else. It's a game where conference has really been settled. Some state rankings have been settled. And so you're out here playing for the jersey, for the badge, for your school, but there's also these in the back of your head that we're probably going to meet again in two weeks. And so do you get everything you have? Do you show everything you can tactically as a coach? You know, how do you balance this mm, maybe just let lower stakes game at this point of the season with just the natural competitiveness of these athletes to go out and win? It is a bit tricky. Uh, you know, I'm sure we'll find out more from Coach Sealing here at the end of the game. It's probably a good question we should remember to ask him. But, yeah, I mean, you definitely do not want to show all your cards in this game, especially from a tactical standpoint. Um, still, it's senior night. And, you know, I guess one of the things that really answers that question is senior night, you know, we we start all of our seniors. So we're trying to get them on the field and 
sure, uh, all great players, maybe not our strongest lineup, but maybe that shows you where Coach's head is at in this game, ultimately. If we can win it, great. And we are playing with a lot of competitiveness, um, but they might be looking more towards substate at this point. Indeed. And I want to credit Coach Thielen for his lineup selection tonight because especially in a game like this where substate seasons have already been finalized. Not every coach goes out there and honors the seniors in the way that Jackson has done this evening and credit to him, credit to the senior class. They've earned it. They've had a really tough four years. They've had a high school career disrupted. They've had a season lost and they've kept fighting. They've kept with it and they've kept their spirits up. We've had a chance to talk to most of the senior class over the course of the season some in the booth on your broadcast, and some uh, behind the scenes at practice or before and after the games. This is a class that really looked out for each other and cares for each other. And so the fact that Coach Chilling could put them all out there on the squad, starting lineup, under the lights, in front of their parents, means a lot. Yeah, it was truly great to see it. And, yeah. um, and they played well. You know, they really did. It, it was really just that goal right towards the end of that first shift. Um, but that was really a phenomenal play from Johnson. All credit to that cross that was clipped in. Um, but I agree with you, Tanner. Um, I think it's a classy move. And I think um, we've got all the friends. We've got the family out of these seniors. And to be able to see them all start together, um, you mentioned the disruption in their career, um, not having a season last year. So it's definitely been um, a very unique experience uh, for these seniors throughout their career than, say, maybe even you and I had, right, with that disruption. So all the more special on senior night. And, you know, we still have uh, – a second half, which I think presents a lot of intrigue because I know we've talked about it, but Dowling continues to threaten. They really look strong uh, in the last 20 minutes of that game after Johnson got their goals. And so I'm ex- excited to see how these leaders in the senior class, um, I think they're going to go for it in the second half. Um, I think they really will. Um, they're not worried at this point uh, about the fact that, you know, there's no postseason implications probably. Uh, they're going to really go for this, so we'll see what they can come up with. We've got about a minute and a half um, left until kickoff in the second half. So we're going to take a quick moment and uh, come back to commercial break, and we'll be right back. This is Dale Alquist with a Chesterton Minute. Have you ever heard people say that Christianity is barbaric, that it arose in ignorance? Well, G.K. Chesterton says that as a matter of historical fact... It didn't. It arose in the most civilized period the world has ever seen. It arose precisely at the intersection of three great civilizations, Athens, Rome, and Jerusalem. It combined the philosophy of the first two with the faith of the third. So what's the real reason the opponents of Christianity do not believe it? It's not because it's barbaric and ignorant. It's not even because it's civilized and sophisticated. It's because... As Chesterton says, opponents of Christianity would believe anything except Christianity. Want more than a minute? Visit us at Chesterton.org. Back to our listeners. You are listening to Dowling Catholic Soccer on Iowa Catholic Radio. We are pleased to bring you the second half of a CIML showdown in West Des Moines tonight. Dowling Catholic Maroons are hosting the Johnson Dragons. It is seconds from kickoff for the second half. Senior night here at Dowling Catholic. The Maroons are wearing just that, all maroon head to toe. Johnson Dragons, the visiting 
team wearing all white, and it is 2-0 Johnston waiting for the referee's whistle. There it is. Kickoff underway. Joe Reed plays it back to Ben Jurgens, who is immediately under pressure and gives possession away to Johnston. Johnston now looking to combine in the attacking half. Ball is cleared away by Nathan Lewin, Danny Griesmer, but only as far as his Johnston defense. So, 2-0. We're looking at the 4-1-2-1-2. That's now become Coach Jackson Teeling's preferred starting 11. And also, personnel-wise, we're mostly to the, you know, it's hard to say. It's because the back line right now, we've got, again, Fabian Leon injured. So you're seeing yeah, Luke Powell senior there, Luke right Powell back at, at right back. So Danny Griesberg goes back to left back. Patty Sullivan continues to play his left back next to Griesberg and Luke Powell in the box. Or sorry, Luke Powell at right back. So um, outside of the Fabian Leon substitution for the injury, it is uh, Coach Teeling's uh First choice, 11. They go in with the ball with a nice big punt forward. So 2-0 yep. down, and we will see if Dowling can convert its chances here and uh, come back and tie this game up. Uh, I'm very excited to see if that will be the case. Um, you know, great first half. Not the scoreline we wanted. And Dowling's got all the uh, chance in the world here with 38 minutes left to go. Great challenge by Nathan Liu to win the ball back. Looks for a cutting through ball um, to find Quinn Stewart out on the right, but it's, it's uh, intercepted. By the left back of Johnston. Now Johnston plays a couple quick passes and then cleared away by the ever-present Parker Stork. Um, Johnston got a quick uh, shot off there in the first half. Again, it was Omar Dupinovich with the danger. Um, so they've got the first shot of the second half. And we've got Joe Reed uh, creating some danger. Just barreling down the right sideline. Yeah. You love Joe Reed. You love his strength. Beats one guy. Goes just shoulder to shoulder with the big senior captain in the middle of the Johnston defense. Wins possession. Ultimately, the third defender is too much for Joe Reed, as we've seen so often this season. But, again, just Usually say the first two, indeed, the he, he's, he's good for two, not always three. But, again, the leading goal scorer for Dowling Catholic, a great athlete, a workhorse up top. And now we've got uh, a turnover here. So, Johnson in possession in their own half, looking to build it out. Jurgens wins the ball back and is fouled. And so, Dowling with a free kick. You're listening. guys. That's a warning in. on Dupinovich there. Didn't like that. I think he said no more fouls out of you. Indeed, indeed. Not Amir's first foul of the evening. So the referee, rightfully so, taking some authority here to the match. We've got a free kick for Parker Stork, the senior captain. Ball played into the box, up in the air. Looks far post. Joe Reed up for it. Wins it, flicks it on to Barca. Barca finishes, and Johnson wants it offside. The assistant referee does not raise his flag, and we've got a goal, goal, goal! Yes, Tanner. What yes. a start to this second half. A good free kick from Parker Stork. A flick on from Joe Reed. It falls to a Barca, who makes no mistake about it and passes it home past the goalie for Johnson. It is 2-1. to one. Johnson is ahead of Dowling, but Dowling has halved the deficit three minutes into the second half. Well... They showed that that could happen in the first half. We thought it could happen, and it did happen. Great to get that goal inside the first three minutes of the second half. We have created a lot of danger from crosses and even from free kicks just deeper up the field. Uh, whether it's Parker Stork or Jurgens playing the ball, and they're putting it in the right areas, our first uh, player to challenge the ball is getting their head on it. That's exactly what happened in that instance. It was a flick on. I believe it was Joe Reed with the flick on. And Abarca settles it and slots it home. Now he's got four goals 
in the last two games. Very impressive run for Henry Abarca, the freshman. Two to one now, dialing back on the ball. Rather, Johnston wins it back, and then actually Nathan Luce steps up with a great challenge. Looks for Joe Reed, but it's cleared back down the field by Johnston's right back. Now, Johnston's got a three-on-three, but it cleared out by Patty Sullivan. Love to see that goal, Tanner. Indeed, and Ben, we talked about Johnston being a little more clinical in front of goal in that first half, and Dowling needed to be a little bit more professional in taking those chances and putting them away. Who better for Dowling Catholic than Henry Abarca to be clinical in his finishing? The ball falls to him. When it's at his foot, you know what he's going to do. Slotted it right past the goalie like he's done it a thousand times in training. Makes no mistake about it. So it's two to one. So when we had the chance to interview Carson Boyle after, sorry, Joe Reed after that last game on Tuesday against Urbandale, we talked to him about the play of Henry Abarca. One thing he said about Henry Abarca is that this kid plays like a senior. This kid could be a captain. He's a freshman only on the roster. He's not that way on the pitch. And it's that calm, it's that confidence, it's that skill that shows up again and again. And tonight, Abarca slots it home. And now we've got an absolute ball game here. It's a one-goal game. Johnston 2, Dowling 1, five minutes into the half, 35 minutes left. Momentum in Dowling's favor. Home field advantage in Dowling's favor. Senior night in Dowling's favor. Buckle up, listeners. We've got a CIML showdown here that you aren't going to want to miss. You know, with Henry Barca, what we've seen out of him throughout the season, I feel like just in this first freshman season, we've seen a lot of, of growth in his game. Um, in terms of the way that he is able to find himself around the ball at the right time in front of goal, it's really a luxury for, for Coach Sheeling to have when you've got a midfield player who scores goals like a Barca. Indeed. Indeed. You know, early in the season, we saw him a little more of a playmaker, a little more reserved, a little bit trying to facilitate the Joe Reeds and Carson Boyles and the J.D. Harmons of the team. Later in the season, he's asserted himself much much more strongly, and it's to the benefit of the program. Now you've seen a Barker with four goals and all, you know, pretty much three halves, and now it's a free kick for Dowling. Jurgens with a bending ball in. Joe Reed looks to get a Cruyff on top of it. It's cleared out by the Johnston defender. Joe Reed whistled for a foul after his initial Cruyff attempt is snuffed out. So we're going to have a Johnston free kick on the six-yard box coming out. So, you know, the other thing, too, to, to that point we were talking about with the Barca, as his, he's sort of, you know, uh, changed the weight a little bit um, that he's played the game. I think a lot of that comes down to that formation change that we've seen recently as well with the four-one-two-one-two. When he's in that advanced midfield role playing in behind the two forward, it really lends itself to his game. Um, so that so far has, has worked out really well. And, you know, um, if we didn't want to show what our tactical – uh, you know, favor was going to be, so to speak. Uh, looks like we are doing that now because I think this is the formation we're running with for the rest of the season. Indeed. You know, credit to Coach Taylor, uh, mid and having a good season, right? Been ranked the entire way. This is a ball into the box from Johnson with a header on, ultimately cleared out, and now Quinn Stewart looks to clear possession. We're getting back to our point. Jackson Teeling, head coach of Dallas Catholic, leading a ranked team all season, having a good season. However, has the confidence in himself and his players to do a formation switch three, three, games, sorry, three weeks ago in which he goes from the 4-3-3 to the 4-4-2 and wanted to give his center midfielders a little more support. And by adding one more center midfielder into the mix, 
allows Abarca a little more of a free roll, a little bit more of an attacking position to start with, and ultimately that's freed him up to be more of a goal-scoring threat, and that's what we've seen. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, all credit to him to uh, make that switch because, again, they were having success. Um, but, you know, you want to, especially in high school soccer, um, you have a limited window of time with the players that you have, and you really at some point need to customize the formation to the strengths of the players. So I think he found that right balance um, with the formation, at least for now. And, uh, you know, again, two to one, a really uh, great rest of the second half we've got in store for you with 32 minutes left. Here's Joe Reed with the turn just inside his own half, calmly keeps possession, uh, looks to now play it deep up the field. We've got Carson Boyle running onto it, potential 50-50 with the goalie. The goalie just glances his foot off of it, so kind of uh, popped up into the air. is able to get his foot on it. Now Barca wins it back, takes a few touches into an advanced position into Johnston's final third. Now tries to bring it into the box. He's shielded out by the strong center half for Johnston and then shoved out towards the long jump stand. The crowd goes wild on that extracurricular push, but the referee does nothing about that one, Tanner. Indeed, and I, I want to credit the player Tyler Hannon, the center back for Johnston there. Abarca charging at him. Tyler able to use his body really well, getting between the ball and Abarca and shield that ball out over the goal line. Yeah, a little tussle there at the end of the play. Players fighting for it. Don't want to see it roll out of bounds. Uh, but a nice play from the, the center back. And, you know, of course, Coach or Ben, maybe I'm biased being a center back, but, you know, you love to see the, uh, just the positioning there uh, from Tyler Hannon. So credit to him. Yeah, you're right. It, it was a good shield. And, look, it was, it was an innocuous push. I mean, it was nothing uh, cynical. Just a little, you know, I see you. I'm here. Um, you know, you've gotten to go on us. And, uh, you know, don't expect to get that kind of space for the rest of the game. So I see exactly where he's coming from. And it's, it's good defense. So um, we've got our work cut out for us here to get back even in this game. Uh, the sun is starting to set here in West Des Moines. It's a cloudy evening. We've got dark clouds actually kind of setting up a, uh, an awesome setting here for the remainder of this game. We've got the lights on in the stadium. And across from Johnston, waved offside, or maybe it was a handball there. Ruled a handball there by the goal scorer, Amar Dupinovich. Uh, quick ball in, right to left, across the top of the box. Uh, Amar looks, does his best to use his chest to trap that on top of the 18, where he scored his second goal from. Ultimately, he used a little too much arm for the referee's liking, so we've got a free kick, Diego Leon, coming out. Here's Diego, set to deliver the free kick, and clears it up into the, the half of Johnston. Headed on by the uh, center midfielder of Johnston. Didn't see the number there. Um, out for a throw-in now with Johnston in possession. Number eight, Tyler Hannon throws it up the field for Johnston. And, and we've that's got a, a foul, foul given. So, yeah, Luke Powell... With a shoulder-to-shoulder with uh, the goal scorer Dupinovich for Johnston, ultimately given a foul. So, uh, free kick Johnston, 40 yards out, right in front of the Johnston bench, left side of the pitch. We've got the left footer, Tyler Hannon, the same player who did a nice shield on a bark a moment ago, looking to play this ball into the box. He lines up to take the kick. Ball is played into the box. It challenges Diego Leone. Leone punches away, and it's out for a corner. So, a challenging free kick by Hannon. Leon does his best to get it away from danger, punches over his crossbar. So it is now a corner, and I'd have to check my notes. Might be the first corner of the night for the Johnson Dragons. Yeah, I think you're right there, Tanner. I can't recall one from the first half. It's uh, certainly the first one in the second half. So um, Johnson now with a corner. I think we've only seen corner kicks on this side of the field um, because we haven't had one from Dowling yet in this half. We'll see what Johnson can now do with, with their opportunity here as the ball is delivered in low. 
flick, uh, kicked out by Dowling just as far as, as Wilmont. The, yeah, it's ultimately a, it's a yeah. poor corner from Johnston, under hit, on the ground, into the near post, able to clear it. Now Dowling has possession. Joe Reed charging down the field. Carson Boyle had a full sprint in the middle of the park. Quinn Stewart deep on the back post. Finds Reed him. picks his head up. A great ball across to Quinn Stewart. Ultimately a nice interception to Johnson defender inside his own box. Joe Reed, you know he loves to get out and counter. Carson was going full speed. Quinn Stewart filling the space behind him. A good ball across to throw in. Carson Boyle, right side of the pitch, about six yards from the byline. This is as good as a corner. Tanner. This is as good as a corner. Ball into the near post. Unfortunately, a little bit too far to the near post. So it's out for a goal kick. But we've seen this time and time again. Dowling able to quickly create offense through Joe Reed on a counterattack. This time, Joe Reed beats one or two guys. Smart enough to pick his head up in this moment and find a big switching ball. We don't always see that from Joe Reed. Yeah. Finds Quinn Stewart and uh, wins a uh, good as a corner throw in for the Maroons. Ultimately goes out for a goal kick. This ball kicked out of play, but uh, a bit of excitement here from the Dowling team and a counterattack. Yeah, it's great vision uh, from Joe Reed there. Like you said, normally he just likes to go at defenders, whether it's one, two, three, four, and oftentimes it's successful. Successful, and in that instance. He's on the left side of the field. He's a right-footed player, so he beats a man, cuts the ball back, and uh, plays it in a really Number nice one, dangerous ball with his right foot. So good to see that, Tanner. Um, we've got a substitution for Johnston. And you know what? We're going to take a moment here to highlight another senior on the Dowling team. Indeed, and our ninth senior of the night is Eduardo Quintana. Eduardo is a senior, uh, mostly under JV minutes. And a little bit of excitement here as the goal kick was Straight to a Johnston player, so I'm sorry, Eduardo. We'll get back to your profile in one second, but Johnston looks dangerous. A big tackle from Nathan Lou prevents a dangerous opportunity. The ball falls to Abarca, who finds Lou again on his feet. Dowling now looks to finally clear possession. But uh, back to Eduardo. Eduardo's headed to DMAC next year and has goals of attending the University of Iowa, eventually studying dentistry. Iowa has a great dentist school and a great program there. So uh, best of luck to Eduardo as he continues his education. Uh, credit to his parents. Paula and Augustine for raising a nice young man with ambitions of becoming a dentist and what he loves about it, which I just love this, just loves everyday practicing with his buddies. And that's what high school sports is all about is to go out there. You've got classmates, you've got friends, and you're just out there competing as part of a team. Yeah. That, uh, that warms the heart a little bit, Tanner. And, uh, you know, when I think back to playing for Dowling, um, in my days and, you know, we, you and I were on the same team. I think about the games, but I also just think about all those great moments that we all share together in practice every single day. That's almost what I miss the most is that camaraderie um, and, and, you know, just being able to go out and play every day, right, and get outside. Um, so that's really cool to see that. And uh, I think that rounds out the, uh, the senior squad. Indeed. Uh, and, and a great senior class. That's you awesome. know, it's been a tumultuous four years, but now we're here. And – they're eager Not to look really. forward. They're certainly celebrating their senior night tonight, but have an eye on the postseason as well. Johnson, they are going to have to get through if they have uh, ambitions of qualifying for the state tournament. And what we're seeing tonight is that they are evenly matched up with the Dragons. I know they're losing 2-1, to one, 15 minutes into the second half, so 25 left in the game. Joe Reed finds Carson Boyle's feet. Boyle holds it up, plays the ball down the line for Joe Reed. We aren't going to catch Joe Reed in a foot race. Joe Reed hits into the box. The ball is out for a corner kick, but again, that is twice in the three minutes that we've seen a Joe Reed-led counterattack with some unselfish play from Reed, finding the teammate getting the ball back from Boyle in this instance. So substitution, the aforementioned Carson Boyle takes to the bench, 
and senior J.D. Harmon comes on. So on this corner kick, right side of the goal, Ben Jurgens on it. You've got the big 6-4 target man, J.D. in the box. The ball straight into the six, and it is flicked on. Abarca at the back post has it on his feet. He's at the corner of the 18 near the corner flag going away from goal. Abarca is still in possession, looks to get a cross in. It's cleared away as far as Nathan Liu. Nathan Liu with a shot from distance. It's played out. Abarca wants it on the left-hand side. His teammates don't see him. Joe Reed tries to win possession, does so, and ultimately takes a 30-yard left-footed shot. It's blocked. Ball falls back to Nathan Liu, middle of the field, cleared away from Johnston. And now Johnston looking to counter. It's a two-on-four for Johnston. Ultimately, their forward doesn't get a foot on it. Patty Sullivan clears the ball and goes out of play. It is two-to-one. Johnston is ahead of Dowling Catholic. There's 23 minutes left in the half, and Johnston's Dragons have a throw-in right in front of their bench. Yeah, and um, take, a, take a moment here to thank the underwriters uh, who support the radio station and Dowling Catholic Sports, uh, Ashworth Vision Clinic. You have Ashworth Vision Clinic committed to providing a complete eye exam to make sure that your family is seeing and feeling their best. Ashworth Vision Clinic is located at 60th and Ashworth in West Des Moines. Um, you can visit ashworthvision.com. Uh, we've got some crowd participation, not happy with the call, a foul call there that went Johnston's way. Johnson now has a free kick. Number eight, Tyler Hannon, who's been solid tonight, is going to come at it with his left foot. Uh, We're we're about 40 yards from goal on the left side of the field. Johnson's got about seven players up in the box, six or seven. It looks like this ball is overhit, and it's over the goal, off the goalpost of the football uprights, so avoided the pressure there. Now Dowling's going to get a chance to reset here with a goal kick. Diego Leon puts the ball on the ground. Um, I will also uh, remind folks that you can always catch – uh, some of our radio shows here, so Man Up with Joe Stopulis, Mondays at 9 a.m. on Iowa Catholic Radio, on the podcast that's available on the app, uh, which you can download at the App Store, have Siri download it for you. John Leonetti as well on the mornings, weekdays at 7 a.m., also Seeking Truth with Sharon Doran, Mondays at 10 a.m. Play resumes, dialing with a clearing header. from Is it Danny Griesmer out there? That's Patty Sullivan at center back. So... A little bit of a lull in the game here, a throw-in for Dowling. Indeed, and we saw foul. we saw about this time, you know, this half we've seen fewer substitutions from Coach Cheeling, and we saw Coach Cheeling change up his back four in that first half. He went with Owen Sprange at left back. He took senior Luke Powell off and moved Danny, uh, Danny Griesmer and across into a Barca. And again, when you're calling Joe Reed games, you really can't take too much of a breath because with his speed to get down the sideline, you never know when the attack will come. In this instance, Joe Reed kind of makes a chance out of nothing, charges on the left-hand side, gets a cross in, a barker with a glancing header, ultimately wide of the back post. It remains 2-1 to one Johnston, but Dowling's certainly having the better of play so far through the second half. The speed of Mr. Joe Reed is always a threat for Dowling. You're right. You, you know, you in a moment, the, the game can break open. And who was it on the end of that cross, Tanner? It was Henry Abarca. Henry Abarca, Mr. Everything. However, you know, Abarca, smaller in stature, just a freshman. Ultimately, you want the ball with Abarca. You prefer it on his foot versus his head, just given his size and what, and what he's got for stature. Uh, but always dangerous. So we're going to see a sub here for Johnson. Again, Johnson has not had much attack. So far, this half, they're lining up. They're lining up a four-person substitution the next time they get a free kick, and so uh, a little bit of excitement there. We had a Dowling free kick, ball bounced into the box. Ultimately, the Johnson goalie comes out and grabs it. 
but we've got a two to one lead for Johnson Dragons with 20 and change to play. Ball bounces in. Parker Stork heads it out, headed toward the Johnson bench, kept in by the Johnson midfielder, cleared out by Quinn Stewart. So a Johnson throw in. We are halfway through the second half of soccer here in West Des Moines at Dallin Catholic High School. It is two to one. Johnston is ahead of Dowling in a matchup of two top 10 teams in the state, CIML opponents paired in the same sub-state group. So if all things play out seated, we will see these two teams in the sub-state final. But a lot has to happen for that to get there. Right now we've got a really exciting half and a bit of excitement here as Johnston gets into the box. And Johnston is foiled by, I believe, Danny Griesmer. And the ball is out for a corner kick. But one of the more aggressive looks we've seen from Johnson so far this second half, a little one-two between their two forwards. And ultimately, Wilbot Manet into the box, looking to get a volley across his body, cleared out as far as a corner kick for the Dragons. So that pressure has not been completely relieved. We have a four-person substitution for the Dragons, a corner kick on the right-hand side of the goal, a right-footed, out-swinging corner kick coming in for Johnston. Dowling lined up across the six-yard box, ball into the box, the back post, and a big header up from the center back for Johnston, flicked out on the back stick. You've got Manet now whipping the ball back into the post, and again, a free header for Johnston, and a goal for Johnston. An unfortunate turn of events for Dowling. You had a dangerous one-two on top of the box, cleared out for a corner, a corner kick that got flicked onto the back post, and then a big, deep, long ball in from the leading goal scorer, Manet, in the back post. And the big center back for Johnston had a free header at the back post. Made no mistake about it. 3-1 to one, Johnston Dragons, 20 minutes to play in the second half. Yeah, I, it was an interesting angle that we had because that, that header, I mean, it wasn't an extremely powerful header, and it seemed like Diego Lones, Leone was in position. So maybe it was just sort of high near post looping in. Or did that get to the back post, standard? It was a high near post header. Yeah. Again, the ball came from left to right. Found the big center back on the back stick, the right side of the goal, and was just ultimately beaten near post by a high, high-powered header from the center back. And it's a, it's unfortunately, it's three yeah. to one. It's a goal that's against the run of play. Indeed, uh, indeed. Yeah. And so now Dowling's got some work to do if they're going to come back and get these points. They do. Um, you know, Dowling. Yeah, the two-one lead Johnson had was was definitely shaky with Dowling threatening. Three-one makes him feel a little bit more comfortable, but. Two-goal lead, as they say, sometimes the most dangerous lead. On a flick on from Barco, just the back post. Goal! And an instant response from Dowling Catholic. Again, we've seen this all season long. You've got Parker Stork played a beautiful long ball over the top of the Johnson defense. A Barca, we said he's getting his head on the ball multiple times this evening. In this instance, he's able to flick it on to the back post. Joe Reed buries it from three yards away. Excitement here tonight. 3-2 Johnston, 19 minutes, one second to play. Hang on to your seats. We got a game. Joe Reed emphatically smashes that home. What was I saying right as that ball was being played in? A two-goal lead is the most dangerous lead in soccer. Uh, back to a one-goal lead. What an exciting game to be a part of here. Dowling just looking so good. I'm really impressed with the way they're playing tonight against a really strong Johnston team. He's ranked fifth in the state. I was really encouraging to see this out of the Maroons. They're leaving it all out there for senior night. Great turn from a Barker there. Just a great piece of skill. Turns out a pressure with two guys on his back and a really deep position inside his own half. Now Dowling plays nicely out of the back. J.D. Harmon with a great chest control. Now he finds Quinn Stewart. Oh, the ball's just a little bit under hit and, and cut out by Tyler Hannon. Yeah, well read by Hannon, the left back for Johnson. He's played really well tonight. But, again, a Barker continues to impress. 
Johnston had all the pressure in the world on Dowling. They're in their defensive third. Abarca turns two players, finds Nathan Liu. They ultimately switched and relieved the pressure and able to build an attack back forward. We have a deep throw in. Dowling pressuring the Johnston goal. Quinn Stewart flicks it in. Carson Boyle at the near post, and it's ruled an illegal throw in. Quinn Stewart lifted his back foot on the throw, so now we've got a Johnston throw in. 17 and a half minutes to play. 3-2 Dragons ahead of the Maroons. Anything can happen at this point. Absolutely. We've seen five goals through two-thirds of this match, and I think we're going to see one more before that's all said and done. Yeah, uh, I, I agree with you, Tanner. Uh, definitely, I don't think the scoreline is going to end 3-2. to So, uh, 17 minutes left of action, and that goal that Dowling scored, um, a really great ball over the top two and a great flick on to set that up. So, just an impressive goal there. Johnson now looking to have some threatening intent here. Um, number seven, Wilmot Mana. Now he's dispossessed. Crowd that's, loves that's that. Luke Powell. That's a senior who doesn't get a ton of minutes. But again, senior night plus the injury of Fabian Leon uh, has allowed him to get a ton of time on the clock. And you're going up against the leading goal scorer for the Johnson Dragons. You got a player with 15, foul, 16 goals John in the foul. season. Uh, Luke Powell just playing with a lot of confidence, a lot of energy, playing really well tonight. You love to see it. Now, Parker Stork with the free kick. And Ben, back to that goal for Dowling just moments ago. We've seen this time and time again. Parker Stork's ability to connect on the long ball, find a Joe Reed. This time he found a Barker who flipped it to Joe Reed. But that's been a successful strategy for Dowling all season long, and we'll continue to see that create chances going forward. Now we've got a throw in for Dowling right in front of their own bench on the right hand side of the pitch. Powell plays it into a Barca. It's knocked back out for one more throw in. So Dowling ball. Right-hand side of the pitch. Oh, Carson's coming out for the deep throw now. Um, it, you know, if they can get anywhere close to the byline, Carson's going to look to dump it into the box, and he does. Indeed. And you're looking for Joe Reed and J.D. Harmon, the two big targets. That ball is bouncing into the box. It's headed out for a corner kick. Fans off their seats for a moment Again, there. and yeah, you've got some excitement here. It's senior night. You know, it's, it's a big night, not only for the players. It's a big night for the parents, too, Ben. These are parents that are coming out to every game. They're traveling across the state. They've been with their children for 18 years, and for a lot of these kids, there's not going to be any more soccer games. This is an opportunity to really showcase your skills, one or two last moments. So credit to all the parents who support their children out there. Uh, thank you for showing up. Thanks for making this fun. The atmosphere is alive tonight. It is a dark but nice night in West Des Moines as Dowling Catholic plays host to the Johnston Dragons. It's 3-2 Johnston with 15 minutes to play. Yeah, the uh, the sky looks angry, but it's not uh, it's not uh, having any precipitation down on us, so it's a perfect setting. Hats off to the parents, Tanner, as you said. Um, certainly appreciate. Um, you know, again, we wouldn't wouldn't uh, wouldn't have these players here without the support of those parents, and it truly is a big night, as you said, because it's the culmination of of all that work over time and all the game and the skills these players have developed. Let's not forget that. You know, so much skill and technique that's involved in the game of soccer. And uh, these players are really showing that tonight. You know, just moments ago to create that last chance that we mentioned was just a phenomenal little flick from uh, Quinn Stewart on the outside of his right foot to Jurgens, who played a one-two pass back to him, and he got a shot off, but it was blocked. So there's just one example of some of the pieces of skill that we're seeing in this game and uh, really a high level in this game. And you know what? There's a lull here, so we're going to take a moment to thank some more of the underwriters who support Iowa Catholic Radio and Dowling Catholic Sports, uh, Kemen. Kemen's vision is to improve the quality of life by touching half of the people of the world every day with their products and services. 2100 Maury Street, 
Des Moines. Online, Kemen.com. Ben Jurgens clears out of the center of midfield under pressure. And during that stoppage, we saw a substitution. So Ben Jurgens back into the game. Quinn Stewart, his fellow senior classmate, comes to the bench. There's 14 and a half minutes to play. So we've now got Ben Jurgens back in. Quinn Stewart, it's a throw-in for Dowling Catholic deep in the right-hand side. Similar to the last one, Carson Boyle with a big throw-in. Finds Joe Reed's feet in the box. Joe Reed's interception by Tyler Hannon. Who clears it out. So one more throw-in. So, you know, on this narrower pitch, again, Dallin Catholic plays its home games on a narrow pitch with a track around it. And what that does is if you've got a big, strong player in your team, these throw-ins can serve as, you know, de facto corner kicks. And that's exactly what we saw Valley do very effectively against Dallin two weeks ago. And now Carson Boyle and his strength is able to rip the ball into the sideline and challenge the goal of Johnson Dragons. On this instance, it's uh, unable to be dangerous, but it remains a threat. And as this ball gets into advanced positions, it's one more chance for Dowling to challenge the goal. And again, Johnson's keeper, good in positioning, vertically challenged, if you will. And so these uh, uh, balls, these crosses, these throw-ins, whatever you want to call them, uh, are a little more dangerous given his lack of height back there in the goal. Yeah, it adds a different element to the, to the high school game when you're able to do that. Indeed. Um, you described that really well with the, yeah, the, the field being thinner. You can really t- take advantage of that. So it is fun. Anytime you know, there's a throw-in, there's that excitement, um, just like there may be with a corner. And Carson Boyle certainly uh, is great at getting those throw-ins into the box. So we'll see more of that, hopefully, from Dowling here to challenge the, uh, the relatively short goalkeeper. Um, in that position. That's definitely something we need to attack. Here's Wilmot Mono. And a big run burst. here from Mono with a great burst. He plays it through to his teammate, number 18, on the left-hand side. Can he get there before it runs out of bounds? He does, but Dowling's there to win it and intercept. The ball was out of play, but, boy, you saw, you know, Mono again, the leading goal scorer for Johnson so far this season. Hasn't been too much of a threat tonight, but right there you saw his, his quickness and ability to turn and charge at a defense. And, boy, I think all the defenders for Dowling, still living in Stork, were holding their breath as he was running out of them. Yeah, he, he collects the ball with his back to the goal, you know, about 10 yards inside Dowling's half, turns one defender, and he's first past two in an instant to open up that midfield. So, impressive to see that from Wilmot. And we can see where those goals And a shot on goal. It's blocked by Patrick Stork. It falls to the goal scorer, who tries to beat Leone, And that ball plays it back. And it is a goal for Johnson. Goal for Johnson. Goal for Johnson. Four to two now, Johnson. And again, what we've seen here today is Amar Dupinovich, who has two goals on the on the night so far, was able to get behind the Dowling defense, got by the keeper Diego Leon, but was at no angle. He played it back across the six yard line, and leading goal scorer Wilmot Manet on top of the six blasted into the net. So unfortunately, Dowling falls to a four to two deficit. Twelve and a half to play, so enough time to get two goals and force an overtime here. But certainly. An unfortunate turn of events for Dowling. Yeah, that's a tough one to give up because it, it didn't come from a lot. It was, uh, Dowling about to clear the ball. Johnson kind of won it back. The ball bounced around, and uh, Leone almost got his hands on it to eat that ball up, but then it was across uh, wide open to Wilmot to finish it. So moving on from that, you know, we still have an opportunity. We're two goals down, 12 minutes to go. Uh, already threatening um, where we, we saw that the goalie had to come out and get a dangerous ball at the top of his box. So hopefully the boys stay in it, keep challenging. A deep shot. Uh, that's from the, the previous goal. Yeah, Dupinovich playing with a lot of confidence there. I like his deep, his deep shooting. It's, a, it's very entertaining, and he hits the ball great. So. You know, he's, a, he's a big-bodied guy, and he's able to score with both feet, as we've seen tonight. Mm-hmm. On that instance, you know, he gets a little bit of space. You know, they've obviously been riding high. They're coming off of a goal 30 seconds ago, and he picks his head up and tries for a shot. 
you know, credit to him. He keeps that low. He keeps it bouncing. You never know what might happen. It rolls out for a goal kick this instance. But a good through ball. We're counterattacking. Dowling with the ball. And Jurgens across the field to Joe Reed. Joe Reed inside the 18. One-on-one. BC's got on the sideline. Left foot across for Joe Reed across the six. Cleared out by Johnston. Only as far as Carson Boyle, who can't keep it under control. Nathan Lou looks to win possession. A little bit of miscommunication with Danny Griesmer. And this ball is now back to Johnston, who's looking to counter. So now we've got Johnston with a one-on-two attack. Getting numbers forward, a three-on-three attack for Johnson into the 18-yard line. A left-footed shot on goal, and it's a goal. It is a goal. It is a goal for Johnson with a beautiful left-footed finish by Amar Dupinovich. That is a hat-trick for Amar on top of an assist to go with it. Wow. Five to two, Johnson, just like that. Clinical, Tanner. They're just clinical tonight. Uh, Dowling's had just as many, if not more, chances than Johnson. Um Again, been a great balanced game overall, but Johnston uh, taking those chances. Amar Dupinovich especially. That was a phenomenal shot. It was. What you saw from there from Amar was charging on the right-hand side of the pitch, using his big body to get the defenders ahead of him. He cuts it back inside onto his left foot, and from there it's a one-touch left-footed finish to the far post. Diego Leone, helpless against that type of placement. Unfortunately, it's 5-2 for the Dallin Catholic Maroons with 12 to play. Sorry, with ten and a half to play, this is a big deficit now. So we'll see what Dowling has in their tank. Again, a tough game mentally, no real yeah. placement or implications posted in line. Just pure pride. Nobody wants to go out like this, five to two. So can we get a goal or two, keep it a little more honest, and potentially force overtime here with ten and a half to play? Yeah, I think um, I think we'll keep pushing. You know, one of the questions I'm thinking at this point is: Does Coach Teeling um, does he put some of the seniors back in again for the last ten minutes that are that haven't played as much? We'll see. I mean, uh, we still have a pretty strong senior uh, strong representat- representation of seniors on the field. We've got Luke Powell out there who's playing great, and another senior, J.D. Harmon, about ready to get a deep throw in. So here's a chance for Dowling gets it all the way into the box, flicked up by Carson Boyle, and it's out of bounds for a goal kick. Again, Dowling using these deep throw-ins more or less like corner kicks. And so you called it, Ben. We see a couple substitutions happening here. We've got two seniors entering the pitch, 14 Quinn Stewart and 18 Aniel Ramirez-Reyes coming on, freshman Henry Abarca and junior Joe Reed coming off. So two seniors coming on, a junior and a freshman coming off. It is five to 5-2 Johnson with nine and a half minutes to play. Coach Teeling respectfully looking to get his seniors minutes to close the game out. And it is a three-goal deficit now for Dowling. Ben, 10 minutes ago, and we said at 3-2, to two, I think there's still goals here tonight. I don't think anybody would have bet that Johnson would have been the one to put consecutive goals in, given the way that the play was happening. Yeah, I mean, we, we were saying how we didn't think the scoreline would remain 3-2. It hasn't, but definitely surprising. I think the 5-2 scoreline is a little harsh on the Maroons tonight. Um, it's a result of some phenomenal ball striking out of Umar Dupino- Amar rather Dupinovich and just clinical work from Johnson. Obviously, a great team. Um, you got their top goal scorer Wilmot Manet getting one on the board as well to take his tally to 17 on the season. Um, but yeah, I think uh, uh, you know the, the home crowd especially surprised to see that scoreline go the other way to five to two. But credit to the, the Dowling squad tonight and to the seniors. They put up a great show. They played some great soccer. There's an opportunity from J.D. Harmony. Hammers the ball across the box. Maybe a cross. I don't know if that was a cross attempt or a That's actually tanner. been deflected out for a corner kick. Oh, great. Carson Boyle with a really well-placed throw-in finds his 
senior classmate, J.D. Harmon, inside the box. Harmon turns and hits a half valley hard and across the goal, a threatening shot. It's deflected out for a corner, but a good-looking effort from there from J.D. Harmon. So now we've got a corner kick to Dowling, right-hand side of the pitch. Excuse me, left-hand side of the pitch. There it is. Quinn Stewart. I believe that, no, sorry, that's Ben Jurgens at the kick, in swinger. Ball comes in, high ball, floating to the back post over everybody's head. Carson Boyle looks to be on the end of it. It's shielded out of play. Boyle with a little shove as he goes out of bounds. Yeah, and the, the danger with that shove is there was a, uh, there's a little John Deere tractor sitting there. But the player was able to avoid it. No foul given. No harm, no foul. Uh, Johnson gets the throw here. So seven and a half to yeah. play. Dowling's down five to two against Johnston on senior night, hosting a CIML conference opponent, two ranked teams battling. The run of play has been fairly balanced. Johnson just proving to be a little more professional, a little more clinical in front of the goal. Dowling not giving up. A ball into the box at the far post. Nathan Lou tries to get on the end of it, unable to do so, but settles it at his feet, plays it down for Carson Boyle, who's in the box, trying to keep possession. He's under pressure from two different players, wins a throw-in. And so, again, we've seen this a lot tonight. Dowling winning a lot of deep throw-ins and looking to really use these as attacking set pieces. At this point, they're sending their big backs forward. A big throw from Boyle into the near box. Cleared out for a corner kick, so a dangerous throw in there as Carson just hammered that thing right at the near post. We're going to get a corner kick now from Ben Jurgens, and we've got a substitution. So right now we're seeing number six, Drew Dunlop, a freshman, into the game. Uh, making way is Danny Griesmer, who is number 23 and a junior. And so Griesmer, and he's got uh, now number six. Now it's dangerous. Ball. Header and ball off of header. Oh my goodness! On target, but it was off of a Johnston defender there. Great ball from Jurgens. And uh, here's Luke Powell battling for possession. Out yeah. there throwing for Dowling. I really like the minutes that Luke Powell's giving tonight. Doesn't get a ton. Senior night, playing really well, playing hard, throwing his body around, reading the game well. And so credit to Luke Powell. But yeah, you saw Carson Boyle winning that header there, glancing just wide of the post, but. Again, a lot of this game has ended up with the ball in the Dowling attacking half, but unfortunately, Johnson's leading on the scoreboard 5-2. to two. Yeah, and you're, you're talking about the play being balanced. I know we've talked about this, uh, but, you know, the, and it has been. But the scoreline, again, a little misleading, and Dowling really having more chances. So, although we're losing, really encouraged by the way we're playing. There's another shot on goal, a header, a header just off target, um, and that was from – uh, Quinn Stewart, the senior. So, you know, this game, we may, we, you know, there's time left. We're down 5-2, to two, so we may end up losing this one, Tanner. But, you know, we might see this team again. So if you were to lose one matchup, this is the one <laughs> you'd, you'd take, I suppose. And uh, we've got a line shift coming up here for uh, Johnson as well as they look to get uh, some of their bench players in. We have one, two, three, four, five, six substitutions lined up for Johnson here for the last five minutes. And we're actually going to take a moment here. Uh, thanks to more of the underwriters to support the station and Dowling Catholic Sports. Mercy One, you know, with more than 50 primary care clinics in the Des Moines area, there's a convenient Mercy One location near you, and uh, Mercy One has you covered. So here's Dowling, and here's Jurgens with the fancy footwork. Looks to uh, get past Tyler Hannon, but Dogs. Hannon just... Hannon's having a great game yeah. tonight for the Dragons. Left back, charging across midfield, looks to find his right midfielder on a break. Ball gets through to the right midfielder for Johnson, and ball's deep. Patty Sullivan looks to clear it out. Able to keep it in play are the Dallin Catholic Maroons. Long ball forward, looking to find Quinn Stewart's feet. Unable to connect. 
blasted back into Dallin's defensive half. Patty Sullivan lets that ball roll smartly to Diego Leon, the keeper, and Leon will look to play it out. Luke Powell has a chance to open up and show for this here. They want to play long and forward here. Down three goals. You're just playing direct. Carson Boyle flicks it on. J.D. Harmon wins possession inside the attacking half, unable to find Ben Jurgens, who goes up for a header but loses the ball ultimately. Nathan Liu tries to stop the play. Can't. Ball is charged on the right-hand side of the field. Johnson is into the box. Johnson with a shot on goal. And that ball is past Leon and tapped into the net. Johnson now stretches their lead to 6-2. to two. So that ball, again, we're seeing Johnson having success attacking the left-hand side of Dowling's defense. This looked to be a shot, quite frankly, initially from the Johnson forward, rolls across the goal, and then tapped in. Is that Dupinovich one more time, Ben? Yeah, I, I didn't think it was Dupinovich. I couldn't tell who it was, but we'll have to uh, we'll have to confirm that here. Um, at the end. Maybe it was. I think it might have been tapping in there with his fourth. It's hard to say, uh, but you know these white jerseys with numbers only on the back, you can't always get a good read. But again, uh, more confidently we can say the score is six to two. Yes, absolutely. We know the scoreline that's for sure. And whether or not it was Dupinovich, um, we go down six to two. Um, so we've got just under four minutes left to go. So we'll see uh, what other entertainment the Maroons can provide for us here in attack. And uh, as the Maroons look to win the ball back, Jurgens pressures. But Mer- Johnston uh, up to the challenge with a little one-two combination, but played out of bounds. Now it's going to be senior Luke Powell with the throw-in. Uh, he's not able to find feet, but Carson Boyle with a nice win back. Beats one defender, drives to the middle of the field, past the halfway line. Can he find a player? Looks for the Maradona spin. Then he's dispossessed by Johnson. Now Johnson uh, with, a, with a little bit of a break here. Three on four. Dowling's getting back nicely. And uh, Dowling looks to win the ball back. Carson Boyle does. Carson always with that energy, Tanner. A lot of strength um, from Carson Boyle. Strength, energy, gets stuck into challenges, aerial uh, you know, duels, all of the above. You love to see that out of Carson. He's always going to bring that. Um, it'd be nice to see him get a goal here before the end of the game, or you know maybe a Quinn Stewart or a J.D. Harmon on senior night. So we'll see if that does uh, play out for us with three minutes left to go. It is six to two, Johnston over Dowling. That's not a baseball score. This is a soccer score on senior night. And again, Johnston is just finishing. That's just that's the difference here tonight. Is is it's not been a matter of possession. It's not been a matter of possession in the attacking half or third. It's not been a matter of overall shots. It's been a matter of converting those shots into goals. And Johnson has had their way tonight. So it is six to two Johnson, two and a half to play. Johnson with possession and a comfortable lead. At this point, we've now seen the Johnson Dragons head coach, Jimmy, Jimmy Frizzell, who has really cleared his bench and rotating his lineup quite nicely. Uh, the senior, Amar Dupinovich, we are counting four goals for Amar out of six for Johnson tonight, so a fantastic performance for him. So senior night for Amar? Or? Well, yeah, it, you know, <laughs> in his mind, he's, he's celebrating like yeah. this, that's for sure. Yeah. You know, he's uh, getting more to celebrate tonight than a lot of the Dowling seniors. But, again, however this scoreline ends up, it doesn't change much going forward for the Maroons. Yeah. They're still the number two seed in their sub-state group. They're still going to end up competitive in the CIML, and they're learning tonight – about what it's going to take to qualify for state because this is likely the team that they're going to have to overcome if they want to go play in the state tournament. You're right. That, I think that's a key to this whole thing. Um, the loss doesn't hurt them in terms of any implications in the postseason, but they do get a chance to see the main opponent, or rather maybe the last opponent they'll have to face to get into state. 
And so I think that's a valuable experience here if we can get to that point. And, you know, they know they can play with Johnston. Um, they have played with them tonight, uh, and maybe they can – you know, learn a little bit from what Johnson's done and be a little more clinical in front of goal. The ball just hasn't quite bounced uh, the Maroons way in front of goal. Right. You know, a this score goals. was three to two with 20 minutes left in the game. Yeah. And Dowling had momentum. And so you go back to that and you think about what could have happened in this outcome. And so if you get a chance like this in the postseason where, you know, you're within a goal counting, you know, obviously tonight it went the other way. Tonight, Johnson was able to convert uh, against the run of play and just separate themselves. But it was not yeah. unrealistic to assume that Dallin would come back and tie this game. Who knows what could happen, potentially force an overtime situation. A lot of different possibilities in the outcome tonight. Clearly, Johnson here, under a minute left to play, going to go home with all three points. Uh, but really, just hats off to Dowling's senior class. Thank you to the parents for supporting these student-athletes their four years of the program. Thank you to the players for showing up day in and day out, the road trips, the time away from your friends, the sacrifices you have to make to be a student athlete at this level is commendable and um, not this, not over for the season. We've got uh, one more road game next week before we enter sub-state, but the last home game, the last time that these seniors will walk out on their home stadium, the D in the middle of the field, Dallin Catholic in the banners, and their high school in the background. So a uh, great career for Dowling. Five seconds left. Johnson's going to win this game 6-2 to two in a CIML showdown over Dowling Catholic. You are listening. We'll be right back with more commentary after this. You are listening to Dowling Catholic Soccer on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you to Mercy One for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. From the cardiovascular experts at the Iowa Heart Center to the pediatric services of Mercy Children's Hospital and Clinics. Mercy provides complete care for Central Iowa's adults and children with more than 50 primary care and specialty clinics in the Des Moines area. Find a convenient Mercy One location near you online at mercydesmoines.org. What is the best gift ever? Giving a Catholic education is at the top of my list. Your contribution to CTO helps families send their children to our Catholic schools who otherwise could not afford it. In giving to CTO, you receive the best tax credits ever. Pledge or donate online at ctoiowa.org. The bottom line, it's for the kids and their future. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio and Dowling Catholic Sports is provided in part by Ashworth Vision Clinic. With two licensed optometrists, Barbara Sheets, a Dowling graduate, and Dr. Craig Harper, the Ashworth Vision Clinic team provides complete eye exams, contact lenses, glasses, glaucoma testing, and pre- and post-operative care. Ashworth Vision Clinic is located at 60th and Ashworth in West Des Moines. 515-440-4610 or online, ashworthvision.com. Thank you, construction professionals, for underwriting our show, Man Up, heard Mondays at 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. Construction professionals have been long supporters of Iowa Catholic Radio, and we've seen their work. It's beautiful. They do remodeling or new construction that is innovative, functional, and designing what you want. It's a family business built on a strong foundation to create a new or remodeled home that is uniquely yours. cpcustomhomes.com. From our family to yours, God bless. Thank you, construction professionals. Iowa Catholic Radio, KWKY Des Moines, K233BT Des Moines, KIHS Adel. Listen online anytime at iowacatholicradio.com or download the Iowa Catholic Radio app. 
Welcome back to Dallin Catholic High School. We are wrapping up a boys' varsity match between Dallin Catholic Maroons and Johnson Dragons. Senior night here in West Des Moines. And an unfortunate scoreline, Johnson Dragons ultimately victorious 6-2. to two. This was a game that was 3-2 to two with about 20 minutes left. And Johnson, we just come back to this word, clinical in front of goal. The Dragons did not out-corner, out-shoot, or out-possess Dowling. It was a pretty balanced matchup, but on the scoreline, it was anything but balanced. Johnson put in six up, so six to two victory. So credit to the Dragons. Uh, you had Amar Dupinovich with four goals. You had the leading goal scorer, Wilmot Manet, the junior captain, with another goal to his tally in the season, and then a nice header from the senior center back as well. So six to two from Johnston over Dowling on senior night. Yeah. Ben, what are your thoughts on this performance? I love the performance from the Maroons tonight. I know that sounds counterintuitive to hear me say that from a 6-2 scoreline, but I thought they played well. They played um, with a lot of attacking intent. They created a lot of great opportunities. They hit two posts. They had a controversial one that you know may have crossed the line, but nonetheless was called uh, you know as a clear off the line. So uh, from Johnson's perspective, with the six goals they had, you know, two of those goals were long-range efforts, incredible shots from Amar Dupinovich, who clearly has a lot of talent um, with his ball striking and with the way he can shoot from deep, so credit to him. But, you know, those types of goals, you're not going to expect those to fly in on a regular basis, so they got a couple of them. You know, it's like, you know, you think about maybe uh, from a basketball analogy, if somebody's going to shoot from the logo, you'll give them that shot. If you're going to lose that way, you'll let them, <laughs> you'll take that. And uh, that's exactly what Johnson did with some of their goals. And Again, um, I will credit Johnston because they're a solid team and fun to watch as well. But I thought Dowling had a great performance tonight on senior night here. And uh, I just want to take a moment as well to uh, give my, my credit and appreciation and hats off to the seniors and their parents, Tanner. Indeed. You know, it's an unfortunate scoreline. Dowling did play fairly well tonight. One of the things that you realize as you play against the best opponents is that they can take a little and make a lot out of it. And what you might think is an appropriate gap as a defender when you're playing some of the weaker opponents of the season is just enough for this level of talent to have a stroke of magic and find the back of the net. And when you're playing the likes of Wilmot Manet and Amar Dupinovich, Johnson's goal scorers up top, what they're able to do is just different than what you see sometimes during the rest of the season. So uh, we are joined in the booth tonight by senior Quinn Stewart on senior night. Quinn, thanks for joining us tonight. Yeah, thanks uh, for having me. yeah tell me about just the emotion of playing a senior night in your last home game here at your high school. I mean, we, especially since we lost last season, I mean, this is a year where we wanted to go to state. I mean, we haven't made state in 10 years. So, I mean, we really thought we deserved more tonight. Like, shots didn't fall away. Obviously, we hit the post four times. And if you look at the score, it would have been a tie game if we had just put those chances away. So, I mean, it sucks that it didn't fall away, but, I mean, guys played well overall. Stuff that we definitely noticed and talked about was the scoreline wasn't necessarily indicative of the, the balance of the play. Uh, you guys were dangerous, and Johnson, potentially an opponent that you could see later in the postseason. So, what do you take away from that perspective from this game? I mean, we know we can compete with them. Uh, I mean, the first two goals were just they happened. They were good finishes. Uh, but, I mean, we kept the ball in their half uh, probably a majority of the game. I mean, we possessed more than they did. So, I mean, I think we know we have a shot to go through. We just we want it more, and we just have to put our chances away. And I obviously can see us in state then. Yeah. yeah. Talk about the 
four years that your class has had through this program. And last year was the unprecedented cancellation of the season due to COVID. And to get here to this moment, you know, what does it mean for you and your senior classmates to be standing here today and to look back on the last time you'll take the field for Dowling? I mean, freshman year, we lost in double overtime against Waukee in the sub-state final. Sophomore year, we got embarrassed in semifinals, 6-0 to Ankeny. And after losing last year, like, this is our chance that, like, we have the chance to make history for our school and for our class. And I know that the rest of the guys, we want it, like, really bad. And we're willing to put in work on and off the field just to get there because, I mean, it would be a chance of a lifetime to get through. Indeed. Well, Quinn, we wish you the best of luck. Great battle. Great interview. Uh, good luck going forward. Now we have one more game next week before Substate starts, but a uh, good battle out there tonight. Thanks for joining yeah. us in the booth. Thank you for having me. Thanks, Absolutely. Quinn. Great performance. We've got, uh, we're joined by another senior tonight, Mr. Ben Jurgens, the set piece specialist, as I often like to say. Ben, thanks for coming up yeah, tonight. Nice to you. have you in the booth and uh, congratulations on senior night and your you. career. Yeah. Um, tough game out there. Good battle. Um, you know, one of the things I noticed was you guys were really dangerous on the set pieces tonight. Mm -hmm. So can you talk us through that a little bit and what was what you're able to create there? Yeah, I mean, we know we know we've got the weapons to get the ball in there. We know we've got the weapons put away. Just unlucky on a couple of those not to take better advantage. And no, it's definitely something we can look forward to next time we see those guys. Yeah, Ben, talk about the importance of senior night and just what this game means what your class has been through, obviously last year with the canceled season, but just knowing that tonight's the last night, your group of individuals will battle together as teammates, as classmates on your home pitch. What does that mean to you? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's uh, you know, I've played with most of these guys for four years and even more of them for 10 plus years. So, you know, it's, it's a great group of guys and super thankful to have the opportunity to play with these guys. And, uh, you know, it's just, it meant a lot, you know. I wish we could have got a better result, but I'm proud of the guys, and I'm lucky not to get a better result. Yeah, I, you know, probably a good word to use, unlucky, because, again, a lot of chances. You guys play great, and as Quinn was saying, you know that you can play with Johnson now. Right. Um, again, senior night, you played with these guys for a long time. When you look back on it, and obviously the season's not over, we've got a lot to play for, but what what are you going to remember Um with with your regarding your career with Dowling and the memories that you had with the soccer club, uh, I mean, you know, it's uh, we we got unlucky a couple of years not to you know see the state tournament and you know ideally I'd like to remember us getting through the state this year and you know really giving our giving our all in this these past or these last couple of weeks and you know that'd be a great way to remember this program uh, on top of already great memories so yeah what'd you learn tonight as you prepare for the postseason um i mean i think uh definitely being able to take advantage of our opportunities you know obviously tonight's a perfect example of that just killed us and um i i think that's the number one thing i learned is that really got to take advantage of opportunities because the teams like johnson Waukee, they're as we saw, they'll, they'll take advantage of those. So. Indeed. Indeed. And that was a difference tonight. 6-2, ultimately, Johnson over Dowling. Uh, fairly balanced matchup, but uh, Johnson would say a few more goals in their tally. So, Ben, we really appreciate your time coming into the booth tonight. Um, congratulations on four years of you know protecting and defending the Dowling badge. Uh, good luck going forward into the postseason. We're now joined by 
uh, Dowling Catholic head coach Jackson Teeling. Uh, so number 10, Ben Jurgens, senior midfielder. Thank you for joining us. Thank you, guys. Thanks, Ben. Well, welcome, Coach Teeling, into the booth. And Coach Teeling, as you join us here, so it's uh, the game is 6-2, to two, Johnson over Dowling. It's senior night. Uh, just generally speaking, what are your thoughts on the, 90, the 80 minutes that we saw tonight? Yeah, well, first off, hats off to Johnson. Um, good one on there, and Coach Frizzell's got a good team, some dangerous players, um, and they took their chance as well. So um, hats off to them. Uh, on our side of the coin, I, you know, I feel for the seniors. I feel like we just deserved a little bit more out of that game. Um, we made it 3-2. I thought we were, we were in for an exciting finish there those last 15, but uh, chips didn't fall our way. Um, so kind of a weird game. I felt like we played a good game a ton to clean up defensively. Sure, we gave up six goals. That's never a good thing. But I'm I'm proud of the way we manufactured chances. We were dangerous going forward, and I think we lined up well versus that team. Yeah, so potentially a team you can see in the postseason – a couple of dangerous forwards with Wilmot Mana and uh, Amar Dupinovich. Yeah. Dupinovich especially made you guys pay tonight. So, you know, if it's somebody that you see again, um, any thoughts around managing that threat, especially with that long-range threat with his left foot? Yeah, we, we were talking about that. Our, our center backs and our defenders in general are kind of dropping off when he picked up the ball in the midfield, and we need to apply pressure a little bit earlier. Um, we'll get the film. We'll, we'll break it down. Um, we're going to look forward to the Centennial game on Tuesday, and then we got to take care of business in the first, well, the second round of substate since we have a bye. But if we get a chance to play Johnson again, we'll, we'll relish that opportunity, and um, we'll be ready for it. Yeah, you talked about your back line, Coach Teeling. Again, we're joined by Coach Jackson Teeling. It's Dowling Catholic sick. Sorry, Dowling Catholic losing 62 to Johnson Dragons. And, you know, giving up six goals on at your home field, and you had to shuffle your back line around a little bit. So Fabian Leone out with an injury, and we saw – the insert of Luke Powell, a senior, uh, had some good minutes for you, but ultimately that combination somehow conceded six goals. What are you going to look to do to shore up that back line at the, you know, going forward in the season? Yeah, I mean, hopefully we get Fabian back soon. Um, we'll know more come Monday um, when, he, when, he, when he has an appointment. So having him back will obviously just get us back to regular rhythm. I think Luke Powell... Um, in spite of the, the six goals our backline gave up, he, you know, he played a really brave game coming in, playing the most minutes he's played all season in a tough position versus dangerous attackers. So hats off to Luke, proud of his effort. Um, but again, we'll, we'll look at the film, we'll break it down, see where we're going wrong. And I think, you know, that's the most goals we've given all season. So we've got to clean that up. Yeah. And so from the defense to the offense, uh, shifting gears there, one of the things that we noticed up here is the extremely dangerous on set pieces tonight. A lot of opportunities coming from, you know, set pieces, whether they were more far up the field or deeper in the half. Anything you guys have been working on as far as set pieces, crosses, because also dangerous on crosses, getting heads on the ball. And throw-ins as well. Throw-ins. Yeah. Anything you guys have been working on there? That's you know. Yeah. I mean, we spent about 45 minutes yesterday in practice on set pieces, um, coincidentally. Um, the throw-ins are always going to be dangerous on this field for both teams. If they have a guy who can throw a long ball, and Johnson had one, we have that in Boyle and a couple other guys. So those will always be dangerous. But, again, Ben Jurgens is a good set piece. Um, and so we've been working on those, getting the kids more aggressive, attacking the ball. So we've been pretty successful all season long on set pieces. So we're, we're excited about that. Yeah. Winning that first ball, get that flick on. Yeah, absolutely. Great chance. Absolutely. Coach Sheeling, what did you learn here tonight? Well, I think, I think Ben Jurgens encapsulated well. That's what we said to the guys in the huddle. It's like, hey, man, that game could have been a lot different. You got to take your chances early and take them often when they do come. So 
Um, didn't fall our way, a little bit of unlucky, you can say, hit the post a few times, but you got to take your chances because the game could swing anyway, especially, again, like Ben said, when you're playing a really talented team with guys up top that Johnson has or Waukee. So take your chances. Indeed, indeed. Well, Coach Steeling, thanks for joining us in the booth. Thanks for bringing a couple of your seniors up tonight. Thanks to Quinn Stewart and Ben Jurgens for their uh, sage advice. Coach, we'll see you next week for Ankeny Centennial. Uh, ben Teeling and I will be back for a final recap and the man of the match. You are listening to Dowling Catholic Soccer on Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio's broadcast of Dowling Catholic Sports and Activities is provided by Kemen, a global ingredient manufacturer using science to transform the quality of life for 80% of the world. Kemen is on the leading edge of molecular science, manufacturing more than 500 specialty ingredients for the human and animal health and nutrition, pet food, aquaculture, nutraceutical, food technologies, crop technologies, and textile industries. Kemen strives to sustainably transform the quality of life every day for 80% of the world with their products and services. Kemen, using science to transform the world. Online at Kemen.com. Thank you to Mercy One for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. From the cardiovascular experts at the Iowa Heart Center to the pediatric services of Mercy Children's Hospital and Clinics, Mercy provides complete care for Central Iowa's adults and children with more than 50 primary care and specialty clinics in the Des Moines area. Find a convenient Mercy One location near you online at mercydesmoines.org. What is the best gift ever? Giving a Catholic education is at the top of my list. Your contribution to CTO helps families send their children to our Catholic schools who otherwise could not afford it. In giving to CTO, you receive the best tax credits ever. Pledge or donate online at ctoiowa.org. The bottom line, it's for the kids and their future. Welcome back, listeners, and thanks for joining us this evening for uh, a thrilling 6-2 matchup that uh, you know was 3-2 at one point where it looked like Dowling um, was going to claw back into it, but Johnson, again, as we've mentioned, extremely clinical, able to close it out. Uh, we want to talk about man of the match uh, for tonight's game. Tanner, who's your man of the match tonight? Yeah, great question. So, you know, a tough one for Dowling Catholics. You heard Jurgens, you heard Stewart, you heard Coach Chilean talk about the difference tonight was really just in the finishing and a, a pretty balanced game. So despite conceding six goals, I'm going to go with a defender for Dowling for man of the match. Senior number 15 captain Parker Stork has been an anchor at the back line all season long on the second goal. It was his ball forward that found Joe Reed's head that flipped it onto a Barker for the goal. So really created that chance from deep around the midfield line you know, Parker's been solid. He's a senior. He's playing his ball next year. It was comp in Platteville. A lot of good things going for him. And as he looks to anchor that back line to, you know, a little bit more success going forward, I want to recognize the play of Parker Stewart. Parker Stork, my man of the match tonight. Ben, how about you? Yeah, great choice on Parker. Absolutely solid performance. I'm going to go with an offensive player. Another senior joined us in the booth tonight, Quinn Stewart. Quinn uh, was ever-present as a threat on the wing. You know, he was able to, whether it was collect the ball out there or uh, draw a defender out, open up space for the players, his constant running, um, always causing a problem and always great to have the width uh, of Quinn Stewart out there. Uh, specifically, he was able to initiate the first attack of the game, which almost resulted in the goal 
with a great little piece of dribbling skill and a great left-footed cross. Um, so my man of the match goes to Quinn Stewart, a senior, and looking forward to see, seeing him contribute more on the offensive end here as uh, we continue to progress in the season and hopefully progress in the postseason. Indeed, and we are wrapping up our broadcast tonight of Dallin Catholic Soccer. It was senior night here in West Des Moines on a cloudy but really pretty and temperate Friday night here from Dallin Catholic High School. Johnson Dragons came into Dallin Catholic's campus and won 6-2 to two over Dallin Catholic. These two teams are in the same sub-state group. And so while Dallin Catholic has one more match next week against Ankeny Centennial to close out the regular season, all eyes are on the postseason. All eyes are on that pending matchup. Dallin Catholic is, has won a bye for the first round of sub-state. They will play the winner of, they will play the winner of Roosevelt and Mason City. And at that moment, if they win that game, they're likely to face Johnson at Johnston on May 24th to come out of this group and ultimately qualify for state. We had the pleasure of speaking with Ben Jurgens and Quinn Stewart in the box postgame. Both of those seniors talked about the importance of qualifying for state and what they're trying to accomplish. That goal still remains definitely within reach. A learning opportunity tonight, they got – whooped on the score line, but fairly balanced within the field of play, 6-2. to two. So we'll see what happens next week against Ankeny Centennial, but a really exciting finish for this season, and things are looking like an exciting showdown as Dallin Catholic enters the postseason play. Yeah, yeah. folks, stay with us here for the rest of the season. Uh, they got that away game next week to wrap up the regular season. Their first sub-state game is going to be on that Monday, May 24th. We're going to call that here in the booth. And I think if that's the second round, if they, if they get there, they make it to the final, I believe. So um, that's what we've got on schedule. Again, Monday, May 24th, 6.30 starts. Um, we'll see who the opponent is. Everything to play for. Uh, the Maroons, with a great performance tonight, we saw the talent in the class that Johnson has in their lineup, and we saw the grit and the determination of Dowling. So we'll see how that wins out or how that plays out for the rest of the season for us, Tanner. Um, it's great being here with, here with you in the booth again. Indeed. Pleasure to have you back, Ben. And thanks for listening tonight. Happy Friday night. Happy weekend, everybody out there. We'll be back on the radio Monday, May 24th, calling Dowling in Substate against the winner of Roosevelt and Mason City. Until then, be well, be safe. Go Maroons. Thanks for tuning in. You are listening to Dowling Catholic Soccer on Iowa Catholic Radio. Coverage of Dowling Catholic Soccer is underwritten by Ashworth Vision Clinic, Construction Professionals, Dental Associates, Kemen, Mercy One, and the Catholic Tuition Organization. Thank you for supporting the businesses that underwrite Iowa Catholic Radio. The proceeding has been a Dowling Catholic Sports presentation on Iowa Catholic Radio.